0: Oh,
1: there's never anything on this time of night. Uh, yeah.
0: Because
2: <inaudible> <it was> a... <inaudible>
1: You didn't know it's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the Road Dog, Jesse James, and you're listening on the S N S Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you: suck it. Hey, this is out, Billy Gunn.
3: My name is Armando Alejandro
1: Estrada.
3: <laughs> hey, it's
1: Road <Rotor> Animal. <laughs> rush
4: yo monkeys
1: it's me p the king of thought of being, the master of the diamond cutter the three-time 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 world champion and you well, you monkey stay tuned or you will feel bang, i am the genius all of glory
5: and renown lanny popper well, what's up all you sirs and
4: stars? this is mariette Since
6: Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michael, Mister Hall of Fame, 2011, on SNS Radio Network. See ya, and I wouldn't want to be ya.
7: The world
8: is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired.
1: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised.
3: One, two, is this on?
9: <laughs> ha! Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H.
7: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it's time for the three time, three time, three time wrestling radio show of the year Wrestling News Live. Oh, it's it's With the bad boys of wrestling radio, the trade dog, He's got his own microphone, Tony, Larry, Mike, and JJ, all caps, sex A. Stay thirsty, my friends.
4: And the winner of the People's Choice Award is
1: Wrestling News Live. Here are your hosts, the Trey Dog and JJ Sexy.
10: All right, guys. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling News Live, right here on the SNS Radio Network. You can also find us streaming at AudioWrestling.com, JustinTV. And of course, at WrestlingNewsLive.tk, I am, of course, Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy. In a world where we have two WWE champions, not one, but two, the situation is not yet resolved, but it will be very soon. A lot to talk about on the program tonight. We're going to run down the news of the week. We're going to be talking with Ricky Schroeder of Silver Spoons, NYPD, Blue, 24, you name it. He's been at the champ from 1979 as a child. Uh, you're probably asking yourself, why in the hell is Ricky Schroeder going to be on a wrestling show? Well, the reason for that is that he will be promoting his new movie, On the Mat, which is going to be debuting on August 17th on CMT. We're going to be talking with him about the movie, we're also going to be talking at monday night raw tonight what happened on that show and taking your phone calls and your emails phone calls to 501-588-7957 and your emails to wnl show at yahoo.com but with that being said i'm not doing this gig solo no i'm joined by my broadcast colleague the founder and original host of wrestling news live ladies and gentlemen the dog is in the house Guess who's back?
0: <laughs> Don't
3: piss me off! They say I'm cocky, and I say what? It ain't bragging, motherfucker, if you back it up. They say I'm cocky, and I say what? It
6: ain't bragging, motherfucker, if you back it up. the world unites. two champions still no resolution everybody in the chat room hating on triple h tonight it's been a long night already in the world of wrestling and i gotta tell you things went exactly where i mean you don't have to cm punk's magic eight ball or you know be living inside the homes of one JJ all cap sex or the trade dog or even have big brother tap into our homicides because it was pretty obvious where we were going to go with this. And I started to allude to it a little bit last week. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't get all the way through my point of thought. But number one, the reason for, CM Punk and this storyline rushed the way it was was because they have nothing else worth watching for SummerSlam, one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. This is a show that's supposed to be a rival to the Rumble, to Survivor Series, To Well, not really WrestleMania, but it's supposed to be one of their big ones, one of the big guns, and it was turning out to be shit, shit fest, and the reason for shit fest is because you don't have anything to fall back on. That was what I was getting at with Raw having one major storyline and one major storyline only. Now, with that being said, I watched SmackDown and thoroughly enjoyed the show this week. I call it one of those butthole puckering moments where you sit up on the edge of your couch or your love seat or your recliner when something happens on TV and you are thoroughly engrossed in what's going on, like when you hear the music of your favorite personal superstar that Makes you want to set up and say, okay, business is about to pick up. One of those moments was Sheamus and Mark Henry. On a show that needed a new baby face, they got one in Sheamus, and the crowd took to him big time. SmackDown has several things going on. Raw, not so much. And then you factor in Christian Randy Orton for the 17th time. I'll take who gives a fuck for five hundred, Alex. We've seen this. Now, granted, we haven't seen no holds barred, but we will at Shitfest, Summer Scam, Summerfest, and that's why Summer Fresh. <laughs> that's why. That's why they pulled the plug, as if somebody was drowning in the tub. On the CM Punk angle, the reason that's the reason they did it. They have nothing else going on, nothing, until tonight, yes, Beth Phoenix has now become a heel again, which she should be. I mean, when you're that big and you're that dominant, you should kick ass and take names, and if you don't like it, just whip my ass. That's the way JSK lived his life. If he didn't like something he was doing, his answer was simple, whip my ass. That's the way it should be when you're that big. It's your birthright.
10: (laughs) Howdy, partner. How you doing, man?
6: I'm good. Just wanted to get that off my chest.
10: No, I hear you. I hear you. I agree a lot of those statements. However, I will say that you know, from a raw standpoint tonight, and and I won't cover this now, but they did build a couple new storylines going into yes. SummerSlam. So we'll, well get to those. To,
6: you gotta have something
10: to sell. Yeah, exactly. So, but we'll get to those when we get to the raw recap. But uh, like I said at the top of the show, a lot to talk about. You know, and, and a fairly reasonable amount of time to get it done in. I don't want to do a three-hour marathon. Are on the show. But we are going to be making some changes to the phone calls tonight. May as well go ahead oh, yeah. and top these at the top of the hour so I give you the honors of doing so.
6: You're giving me the honors of doing what? You, tell
10: the people how the phone calls are going to go tonight.
6: Well, basically, we've been talking about things, and you know, we tar- we're tired of doing three-hour shows. I mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous. Um, there's enough content on this network that this show doesn't need to be three hours. Um, when you call in tonight... Please do call. Make sure you call. I'm not saying don't call. I'm saying more of you should call. But get in, get out. Give us your question. Give us your opinion. We're not going to sit around and talk about your dog. We're not going to sit around and talk about how your day went. Get in, get out. Get the shit off your chest. And let's move on to the next call. Absolutely. So that way more people can get in. JJ doesn't get divorced. <laughs> And crash on my couch.
10: Yeah. I don't really want to do that, Trey. That's, that's not going to happen. But uh, Treat
6: us like the bitch you picked up in the bar. You don't have to give her your absolute best, but you know what? Give it enough to put a smile on your
10: own face. Nice. As I alluded to at the top of the program, we're going to cover news of the week. And unfortunately, I couldn't get a hold of you last week because I was going to see if you were interested in talking with Ricky Schroeder with me. But unfortunately, oh, that, I would love to. I would love to. That wasn't able to happen. But I did conduct uh, about a 20 minute interview. Uh, with Rick Schroeder in regards to On the Mat, which is going to be debuting on August 17th on Country Music Television. And uh, I, I've seen the trailer for this movie, and it looks pretty funny. I'm actually looking forward to it.
6: Yeah, it kind of reminds me in a vein of Knucklehead. Kind of, yeah. I I don't know. If it, it may even be the same woman. I don't know. But I couldn't tell from the low quality of the uh trailer that i watched but it looks great and my ass will watch it for sure on the 17th on cmt i yeah. just hope it's not one of those that at the end of the day we go were they making fun of
10: us you know what when i talked to him i didn't get that impression so i don't i don't think that's going to be it at all so i tell you what why don't we go ahead and jump into the festivities and talk a little bit of news over the week
6: and even if jeff hardy calls and wants to talk about his dog's ears we're not
10: doing that either well, I don't know, man. He might make us a motherfucking superstar if that happens. Well, we I might have we might have to adjust the call schedule if Jeff Hardy calls in, or you know Eric Bischoff to chew us out to call hey, us the, out. The,
6: the 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 door is still wide open for one Eric Bischoff to call in and challenge us like he did that one dude on another show. i the, the red carpet is out there. The door is open. All the cliches can be used. Please, Eric, call in
10: we'll leave the door open for Hulk Hogan. We had he his wife. he
6: still be pinned down by a crow. Well, uh,
10: that's true. We we <laughs> they couldn't even get an all-black crow. Uh, you know what, man? I watched the last forty-five minutes of that show, and I could not believe the goofiness of the Sting. It's like he went from being Heath Ledger Joker Sting to all of a sudden he's more like. Some people would say he's Jack Nicholson. Sting. Uh, that's what Jack Nicholson. Jack Joker Jack Nicholson sting. sting. I don't see that when I see Sting now. Uh, gallivanting around in his little red outfits with his cheesy face paint and his over-the-top acting. He reminds me of 1960's Cesar Romero Joker from the Batman series with uh, with Burt Ward and Adam West. <laughs> well, that-
6: I will say this. The idea was great. The delivery, the delivery left a little to be desired. I get where they were going. I got where they went, but <laughs> Bischoff is no Oscar-winning actor, and Sting. I don't care if that was a Versace suit. Burn it.
10: You know, of all the of all the things he could have had, other than some crow that wasn't even all the way black, couldn't he have got couldn't a you buzzard? Just
6: spray paint the motherfucker. I mean, Pete is not watching. Spray paint the bird, make it all black.
10: C- couldn't we have got a buzzard? I mean, don't you remember back in what was it ninety six? 97, when he was still doing the, uh, you know, hanging out in the rafters gimmick, and he came out yeah. at one of the Clash of the Champions with a big-ass fucking buzzard. Do you remember that? Does anybody buzzard. remember that? Or am I the only bu- one? Buzzard was busy. Instead, you got a fucking bastardized Heinz 57 crow.
6: So they went with the, a bird, yeah. I got the idea. The delivery was a little meh. But the idea in itself was great. He's crazy. He thinks he's the fucking network executive. and These motherfuckers are too scared of him to fucking figure it out. I thought it was a good idea. I really did. The delivery, like I said, left a lot to be desired.
10: I'm just wondering if next week he's going to have one of those buzzers on his hands and go around backstage shaking people's hands, shocking them to death. It's possible. I mean, who knows? But anyway, I I didn't want to shit on TNA. I just wanted to give my input on the uh, the cheesy Sting shit. It's really, it's running its course, man. i got to well, be honest. You're not alone. It's My my question
6: now is this, which is very hypocritical of me. Because I'm the guy saying, you know, let things play themselves out. Don't rush. I'm almost at the point now where I want to see crazy Sting shit get off the pot. Let's get on with the next evolution of the Stinger. I agree or take me to where this crazy motherfucker is supposed to take me.
10: No, without a doubt. Well, tell you what, let's go ahead and talk some news of the week, of course, sponsored by Mm -hmm. Wrestling-Online.com. Again, if you guys haven't signed up for the newsletter, do so. It's absolutely free, and you can join 26,000 other wrestling fans, and you'll get it multiple times during the week. Excuse me! Excuse me! Ladies
1: and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. May I have your attention, please? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. And now, the news.
6: Now, before you start delivering the knowledge, remind me when we're done with news and we get a free minute to tell you about a sting idea that I have. Okay. I'll forget if you don't tell me.
10: All right, sounds like a plan. So I guess while we're uh, getting into this, First things first, you know we've had a big year here on WNL this year. Yep. Sean Michaels, Diamond Dallas Page, the Outsiders, okay. Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. And Kevin Nash is the one that I want to I want to zero in here. I want to single Uh-oh. him out because What's Kevin my Nash. What's boy now? Oh, he hasn't done anything bad. Okay. Kevin Nash is a guy that signed a Legends contract earlier in the year and appeared at the Royal Rumble. Remember that, right?
6: Right. It was diesel.
10: Uh, got a huge pop from the crowd. Apparently. He has not been happy as of late because he hasn't been utilized on television. And thought that after that huge pop at the Royal Rumble, that he might have some sort of a spot in the company, as um, did everybody else. Exactly. Uh, but apparently, he is just been you know sitting at home. He's I think he's been doing a movie with Tom Cruise right now, uh, playing Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise's bodyguard. Anyway, um, he apparently put out on Twitter he offered his services to one CM Punk in a message on Twitter saying that if he wants backup, Punk's got his number. Nash described Punk as worth worth it to him for going back on the road full-time, something that he's been against for a lot of years. The actual tweet was, Enjoying Raw, Punk did a great job. Nash wrote, Joining his peers, complimenting Punk's recent work, he joked that he also understands if Punk wants to go on the ride alone. So could you imagine, Trey, Mm -hmm. CM Punk with his bodyguard, Diesel? You know,
6: ironically, I think I can. Because Kevin is a very, you know, I like to break character and say things type of guy, too. You know, you'll throw a zinger in there when he can. Mm -hmm. And I think Punk could come off with that attitude that, you know that guy, everybody's known as guy that thinks he's a badass because he's got a big brother or a friend that is, you know a badass, and since you can't whip their ass, you can't whip his ass everybody has that kind of friend or knows that kind of guy right? and I think that he would be um, perfect for that role it would just be a great match plus you add in who's in charge right now
10: well yes and no i mean i I would agree on on several points there i think that nash could be a a valuable addition to cm punk's entourage i mean there's a lot of rumors floating around that we're going to see chris hero and claudio castagnoli along with colt cabana come into the wwe possibly uh in some sort of a stable with cm punk But I got to be real honest, you know, and nothing against Nash. He's one of my favorite performers. He's one of my favorite personalities in this business. But I would almost say I'd rather see a guy like Mason Ryan who doesn't have to be a part of the new Nexus and is is, is a very imposing. Yeah, the Nexus is done. But, I mean, he could be a guy that could be aligned with Punk. You know, they were still on good terms, you know, prior to him getting injured, prior to Punk, uh, you know, leaving the company on that short hiatus. So I think Mason Ryan, in a lot of in a lot of ways, could fill that role a lot better than Kevin Nash. One, he's a younger guy, and it would also help to develop the character of Mason Ryan. But that's just my two cents. Right.
6: And I'll agree with you one hundred percent. But you know, there is that Homer in me. You know, I, I still think Kevin has some legs, not necessarily as an in the ring performer, but as a personality. I mean, I, I still think that he can do anything on the microphone. And he's a draw because people are drawn to him. Um, you know, He's he's still a funny guy. And I, I'd still like to see him have a role of some kind. And that would be a, a good one for him to have. Or it could be, you know, maybe he plays the role of whoever goes up against Punk and his new bodyguard. Maybe somebody goes in the mothballs and digs out Kevin Nash to help them on their side.
10: True that. Now, speaking of CM Punk... Uh, apparently, CM Punk conducted an interview recently with uh, Bill Simmons of the BS Report on ESPN.com, and basically said he decided to stay with the company the day of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. He said he made up his mind to quit the company, got some time off, and was trying to sort out. Um, he wasn't trying. He was trying to sort of blackmail WWE into giving him more money. Regarding his promo on Monday Night Raw several weeks ago, Punk said that he wanted to push the envelope and everything he said was not scripted. He did know that they would cut him off eventually and realizes that he went over the limit with some of his remarks. Talking about his return to TV so soon following the pay-per-view, Punk said the angle is hot and wanted to capitalize on it uh, with SummerSlam just around the corner. It made sense to come back quickly as he still loves wrestling. So that is his take on why the angle is is basically... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, shotgunning itself so fast. But, yeah, he, he had decided to go until the day of Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Or at least that's the, the kayfabe ending to this. Right. Here,
6: here's something else to add to uh, what we were just talking about. Uh, and it's, it's probably somewhere in your news. I hope I'm not spoiling it. But um, rumor is there's going to be a Triple H CM Punk showdown.
10: Yeah, I, I, I noticed that tonight, too. Uh,
6: and, and if there is, and we'll get to that in the raw report, my thoughts on what happened tonight, but if there is, then CM Punk is getting over by way of using the bodyguard a la HBK. Well, how hard would it be for Triple H to bring out Kevin Nash's diesel to back his play when the time comes?
10: True that, true that. Now, speaking of last week's uh, Raw rating, you know, that was a major show last week. With CM Punk returning to the company, Uh, they did a 3.2 composite rating off hours 3.01 and 3.4 with a total of 4,805,000 viewers for the two-hour broadcast. This is the exact same rating as the week before, but with around 25,000 less viewers overall. Interesting. Here's some disturbing news, Trey.
6: Knew it was about to happen. We had
10: to get so disturbing. Have to do some disturbing news. Now, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to hear the archive of this past week's Pro Wrestling Rewind with myself and uh, the power, Andy Knowles. Well, uh, I didn't
6: get to hear in the archive, but I've heard enough about what happened to know what's
10: going on. Uh, it was a barn burner. We had a, a major disagreement on Miz being uh, voted number one in PWI's Top 500 list. I think it's well-deserved. You look at 2010, and there's not... One guy that stands out that had the year that The Miz did. I know a lot of people are saying, well, what about CM yeah. Punk? Next year, it's going to well, be CM Punk. Next year.
6: Well, I I was asked in the chat room tonight, my thoughts on The Miz at number one, and I simply said, believe it or not, who's had a better year? I mean, he went from a hoorah to WWE champion. Pretty much. I mean, it's the only guy that I could put second the only the only other guy I could see at number one this year because Punk didn't do shit this year. Punk just recently got hot. The only guy I would say at number one besides the Miz, I don't know where he ended, would be Randy Orton.
10: Or you could say John Cena because he had just as well, much. Well, John impact. Cena,
6: but I mean, God, I, I just ugh.
10: And, and that's a guy that I don't want to see there. But you know, uh, anyway, it's nothing
6: personal against you, John. It's just you're,
10: you're you're forced out our throats. Now the disturbing news that I wanted to bring up does kind of involve uh, the Miz. In a small degree, if, for those that you, of you that don't know, The Miz has been dating Maurice Willette, uh, one of the divas, for, for quite a while. Uh, that, should,
6: that should get you number one on PWI alone.
10: Exactly. But uh, apparently, Maurice has a stalker.
6: Uh oh. I, I, I have got plenty of people mm. to tell you where I've been lately.
10: Well, I'm still trying to check in the whereabouts of Krelly because we know he's got a thing for Maurice, too. Yeah.
6: True. Anyway, uh, Curly's got a thing for any of them.
10: Anyway, uh, Andy made quite the statement that The Miz couldn't protect uh, Maurice. Well, you know, it's not about that. Anyway, Maurice has requested a restraining order against a uh, 61-year-old stalker, according to TMZ. Uh, They're reporting that Maurice has asked a judge for a protection order against a man she is claiming to be obsessed with her, saying he is extremely disturbing and delusional as he promised to take me to heaven with him. The restraining order request filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court is against a gentleman named Lee Sibler, a 61-year-old man who have sent her several letters to her house and left over 50 voicemails on her cell phone. How did he get her cell phone How did he number? get her cell phone number? That's the million-dollar question right there.
6: I mean, unless she was leading him on like a sugar baby, then how the hell did he get her phone number?
10: That is a good question, my friend. In one of his letters to her house, Silver promised Maurice a 100-carat diamond ring worth $20 million just to prove that he was her friend. Maurice said that the letters have been getting worse and worse each and every week, and he promised that he will be coming to L.A. for me. In her request, she wrote that she is fearing for her life and has added extra security at her home. She is due back in court on August 3rd. That's some very disturbing news involving Maurice. what's
6: the guy's name,
10: Lee? Lee Silver.
6: Lee, dude, come on now. You're 61. Chances are you're going to have to take something to make the thing stand up. Is it really all worth this before you die? I mean, come on.
10: That's insane.
6: Set your sights a little lower, brother. We all want Maurice. Ain't going to happen. Stop calling her. Stop fucking sending her letters. You're just fucking shit up for the rest of us because if she stays inside, then we can't see her.
10: True that. But that uh, is—it's pretty disturbing. From the land of the WWE, we've got a stalker. That is—that is pretty fucked up. I mean, you know, I would expect that—you know—you stalking Kelly Kelly, but you know, certainly.
6: You know, yeah. I mean, I really want to fuck Kelly Kelly. I really, really, really want to fuck Velvet Sky. But you're not going to see me make an ass out of myself either. You know, I'm not going to chase her down and stalk her. I mean, come on. Where have you read the way to a woman's hearts by scaring a bitch? It just doesn't work that way.
10: Well, unless you're into, like, horror movies where you get kidnapped and have to undergo, like, the Helsinki Syndrome.
6: I mean, dude.
10: It's pretty crazy stuff.
6: It's the fucked up world we live in, man.
10: No doubt, no doubt. Uh, There were some uh, pre-orders announced this past week for WWE 12, which is the successor to the SmackDown vs. Raw franchise. Uh, They announced new details surrounding the pre-orders in the United States and Canada for WWE 12. The forthcoming release will be... um, Let's see. The Rock will be available as a playable character for consumers who pre-order the game at any of the participating retailers within the United States or Canada for the Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. The Rock's in-game character will now resemble his current day appearance, including a shaved head and the tribal tattoos. In addition, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 system owners who pre-order the game at GameStop in the United States or EB will receive bonus attire for WWE Superstar The Miz. Consumers will have access to his popular I'm Awesome entrance t-shirt as well as one of his uh, trademark business suits. Those interested in WWE 12 for the Wii will automatically receive The Rock as a playable character as well as The Miz's alternate entrance gear options as a part of their purchases. So if you pre-order now, you're going to get your hands on Hollywood Rock, which is something that a lot of people have been wanting for a long time as far as the SmackDown vs. Raw franchise has been concerned. We always get Rock as a character. Unfortunately, it's always the Attitude Era Rock. Oh, let's see. Hulk Hogan's MCW is going to start on True TV in September. Is
6: this, are these midgets?
10: Yes. True TV announced yeah. that Hulk Hogan's newest reality show, Micro Championship Wrestling, will start airing on September 14th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Produced by Hulk Hogan and Bischoff, Hervey Entertainment, the show is about the Hulkster lending his expertise to the new Micro Championship Wrestling, where he gives little wrestlers advice on recruiting, training, And mentoring The ultimate goal Is to get MCW Off the ground And into the arena You know what Hogan reminds me of Someone who's broke
6: No he reminds me Of a fucking carny You know Hey three tries For a dollar Come up here And see if you can Knock these balloons down, Or put a ring around My cock or something You know what I mean
10: My only question With this micro Championship wrestling Is Vern Troyer Going to be involved Oh my god They better hope not Maybe that's (laughs) who's Stuck in Maurice He's a horny little Motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> he could be the star of the show. He could ride down to the ring on his little fucking cart. He could, have a sa- he could have a seizure in the middle of the ring. You know, I'm just going to
6: assume that his dick is proportionate to his body size. What's he going to do for a woman anyway?
10: Trey, I don't even want to know about that. Thank you for bringing that up, though. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Oh, changing subjects really quickly. That'd be like Pinky fucking somebody. <laughs> Very uncomfortable in this particular show right now. <laughs> I need a drink of water. We go from Del Rio's package, who's, who's actually bigger than Bo- Vern Troyer, to uh, Vern I Troyer's package. I confirm nor deny that. Jesus Christ, man. You're killing me. Next up, we have Trish Stratus on the cover of Revive magazine. Uh, okay. Canadian-based publication covering health, beauty, and fitness. The Tough Enough trainer and former seven-time WWE Women's Champion took a camera for a behind-the-scenes look at the photo shoot. She previously appeared on the magazine in the spring and winter 2009 edition as well. So kudos to Trish for being the cover girl of Revive magazine. I wish she'd
6: just come back to wrestling, damn it. she She's one of the few out there that I wish could, would come back because
10: she could still do it. Well, I mean, that was the good thing about her on Tough Enough. But, I mean, at the same time, there wasn't really much going on there. She's obviously not back in the ring. That just means Trish. You're not alone. There's, a lot There's of people so many
6: of new district. people there that she can work with. I mean, just like her and Beth, and her and Kelly Kelly, and her and Eve, and her and the Bella Twin. I mean, it's just it's a brand new fucking roster for
10: her to play with. Well, you know, I mean, I recently heard that Goldust has been given, uh, given control over what the Divas do now. Like, he's the That's agent for the Divas. Uh, you know, why couldn't we get somebody like Trish Stratus in that role? You know, someone who's been a seven-time champion. Someone who actually knows how to wrestle and knows, you know, what divas should be doing in the ring. I just, you know, I mean, granted, there might be that awkward, you know, you got to get on your hands and knees and bark like a dog class. But, I mean, after that, you know, she had some pretty good matches in her tenure there. She's She went from being nobody but a piece of ass to
6: probably pound for pound one of the best women wrestlers ever. I would agree. I mean, she was originally the call screener for the law, live audio wrestling.
10: Now you might find that this uh, this news tonight is a little uh, Miz and and Maurice heavy. Apparently, WWE is actually beefing up their security after this whole uh, Maurice's stalker article came out on TMZ. Yeah. Um, they've recent WWE has recently beefed up security at their recent live events with extra protection given to former Divas champion Maurice Willette following. The revelation that she has a stalker who is threatening her with her life. Um, of course, we've already covered the fact that she did get a restraining order against Lee Silver. So I'm proud that the company is actually taking the necessary precautions to ensure her safety. That's that's a good thing for the WWE to be doing. The company, however, did not disclose what kind of measures they took for the extra security in order to make it effective. Um, speaking of The Miz, once again... He was at the Sirius XM Celebrity Fantasy Football Draft. Last week, The Miz was in New York for the second annual Sirius XM Celebrity Fantasy Football Draft held at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. The Miz was one of the draft GMs, participating opposite stars from sports, music, and entertainment like Alice in Chains rocker Jerry Cantrell, Playboy Playmate uh, Pilar Lastra, New York Giants offensive lineman David Deal, As well as a variety of Sirius XM stars that included Howard Stern, show executive producer Gary Dale Abate, Mad Dog Radio's Chris Mad Dog Russo, and others, uh, Steve Phillips, Emmy Award winning actor, and Sirius XM host Jay Thomas. Um, Wow, it's quite a bit of names there. You can see the video of The Miz from before the show and two photos of him posing with Playboy Playmate Pilar Lastra on the red carpet over at wrestling-online.com. Keep that shit up. He's going
6: to need a restraining order on Marie's because she's going to be coming to kick his
10: ass. Exactly. Let's see. Uh, here's something positive. You like 7-Eleven, Trey? Well, you know, I used
6: to, but they don't have any of the subbitches around where I live now. I used to be able to go down across the railroad tracks and get me a big gulp and a hot dog and a bag of chips for about two bucks. And that was a good deal.
10: You know, Oklahoma is a place where, you know, Trey is from, I, I, I'm from there, You know Jim Ross is from Oklahoma, corporate headquarters for 7-Eleven is in Oklahoma as well, for those that you didn't know that, Just some useless trivia. True true that. Um, apparently, 7-Eleven and the WWE once again are teaming up for a month-long promotion uh, for the third straight year, WWE is teaming up with 7-Eleven to promote the collectible Slurpee and Super Big Gulps and Straws for the whole month of August. I guess you still in that one. Who? Sam Punk. There you go. Uh, let me see. They will offer the exclusive collectible cups and straws highlighting John Cena, The Rock, The Miz, Steve Austin, Ray Mysterio, Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels, and Legend from WWE All Stars Video Game. Or no wait. And Roddy Roddy Piper. The Cups figure excuse me, the Cups feature action shots of each superstar and legend. From the WWE All Stars video game. Also, those who purchase the Slurpee beverage and a Twix candy bar may enter to win an all-expenses-paid VIP trip to WrestleMania 28. To register, to go to Slurpee.com and enter their Slurpee Nation reward points and Twix game codes. As part of the promotion, all seven million four thousand, or excuse me, seven thousand four hundred Seven Eleven retail locations in the U.S. and Canada will have significant WWE presence as the cross-promotional partnership begins today. It will be supported by TV ads featuring WWE Superstar The Miz throughout WWE programming and live events, WWE social media properties, and the WWE magazine. Once again, CM Punk not on the Collector's Cup. What the fuck, WWE? What is up with that? If Hurricane were here, he'd say that. What's up with that? Is there a Kelly Kelly Cup? No. No. No, it doesn't look like there's any women this year.
5: There ought to be.
10: No, it's just Cena, Rock, Miz, Austin, Mysterio, Orton, Michaels, and Roddy Piper. Michaels.
6: Yeah, what I think is slurping a WWE Superstar.
10: Well, there you go. Shawn Michaels, not even with the company anymore.
6: I wouldn't mind having one of those just to put him. In, the you know, Rock like, has
10: done what? To deserve to be on the slurping Cup.
6: If I was CM Punk, I'd cut
10: a promo about it. Well, he did a couple weeks ago. I'd continue it. That was with the old ones. These are new. It's pretty sad, man. It's really sad. Next year, I bet, yeah, he's on a fucking Slurpee cup. Well, what do you think Dusty thinks about Cody Rhodes not having a cup? I'm, I'm sure he's pretty upset about that. I bet
6: he's pretty all right. We're going to find out. Before, before the show's
10: over, we're going to find out what Dusty thinks about him not having a cup. Probably. Um, Speaking of TNA, the Impact Wrestling rating for last week. did a. <laughs> one- <laughs> Anthony Farley in the chat room says, Del Rio needs a cup in more
6: ways than
10: one. Line of the night. Get that man a rubber tortilla. (laughs) Impact Wrestling Rating for last week, 1.2 rating with an average of 1,614,000 viewers uh, for the week's show, down from the week previous, 1.25 and 180,000 viewers less. Of course, these ratings are always compiled by Nielsen Media Research, and it seems like they're never really accurate, so... Take into account what you will. Um, TNA to add CM Punk to their on-demand service this week. The headline says, Desperate or smart? Maybe both. TNA Wrestling is adding CM Punk to their on-demand service at TNAondemand.com. With matches from his stint with the company between 2003 and 2004, the matches shown in full for the first time include those against Raven, Abyss, Terry Funk, Sabu, Shane Douglas, And more will be a part of the new superstar series special for the tna on-demand service these matches were held at the asylum in nashville tennessee back when the company was just starting punk left tna in march of 2004 after the company prevented their wrestlers from working for ring of honor after the whole rob feinstein sting where he was revealed to be an internet predator going after a 14 year old boy punk who wrestled for roh at the same time opted to keep working for ring of honor which led to his departure any thoughts on that particular uh, storyline, Trey?
6: Well, I uh, as far as CM Punk being on TNA in demand, yeah, I think it's a it's a great move. I mean, fuck, you might as well get some some rub off the fact he was there and that you fucked up. And let him go. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean,
10: do you think that helps the company in the long run, or do you think it helps a guy like CM Punk? It Helps CM Punk. But do you think that's why they're doing it, or do you think they're trying to do it to position themselves to say, "Hey, he was here first. We had him before they did." He Probably was here. That.
6: Probably that. Time will tell. Um, CC Guitar God says that The Rock may have a Slurpee cup, but the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, has a bag of off, a bag of off-name brand chips. I'll tell you what. I eat those chips. I eat the salt and vinegar chips, and I eat the barbecue they their goods. Don't knock them.
10: And that's going to pretty much do it uh, for the news of the week. Courtesy of Wrestling-Online.com. Check them out, people. Twenty six
6: thousand subscribers, growing. and you could be twenty six thousand and one.
10: Well, it's over twenty six thousand. They've actually gotten more than twenty six thousand. I know they have, but I was just... that newsletter grows each and every week. That I, yeah. I get new members saying, "We've got you know this many new members this week," and so I am working out
6: you. now, but I don't, I'm not changing anything about my diet, other than I'm not drinking soda or anything with any calories in it. Because I always have, for the last 10 years, I've always had either a beer or a Mountain Dew in front of me. And now I'm drinking neither. I've been drinking
10: Pepsi Max for two weeks. Crelly just sent me an instant message. Great. He says, and TNA beat WWE in the UK again. It's on free TV, Crelly. Just trying to stir the pot. You can't compare the two. Free TV to cable TV. No, you can't over there. That's for sure.
6: I've been hearing that there's a bunch of shit going down with Spike TV. and
10: There is. UFC Man. is going to be leaving soon. They're going to be going to uh, G4 TV. I think they bought G4. And so it's going to end up becoming like the, the UFC network, basically. Might as
6: well. They don't do anything with video games anymore anyway. Exactly. It was the Cops cheater Star Trek channel last time I checked.
10: The well, last time I watched it, you had a couple of shows like Attack of the Show and...
6: That was still there, yeah.
10: Reviews on the run, and then you had like. Uh, but all know. the good
6: shows, like the original uh, Cheaters, was about video games, and it had some hot bitch that would uh, teach you how to cheat. And when I and think of then, Cheaters,
10: I think of that show where he's going around like catching dudes cheating on their women.
6: That's that's the day they they had that on their network now. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome. is where that show is.
10: That's awesome,
6: and they had Attack of the Show. They had Adam Sessler and uh, Morgan Webb. I'd like to fuck the shit out of Morgan Webb while playing an old-school Atari game. I don't know why. But uh Morgan Webb and her big titties were on there. Yeah, Kristen Holt. It was called Cheat. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, CC. X-Play. Yeah, that's the show I'm talking about. But, man, when I first saw that, it was nothing. And then they had these two guys that had a show on around 4.30 that... uh they rated all these games, and they give you their thoughts and ratings and shit. I don't know what that show was called, but it was pretty damn good. And it was just—it was like all the time, all all video games all day long. Now, once it got about seven to eight o'clock at night, they'd start showing Star Trek, and you know,
10: I used to cops. Like, I used to like it like that. I used to like that they had like Freaks and Geeks on there because that's a good show
6: i uh, actually started playing Warcraft because of that World of warcraft because of the uh they did a show a cheat show you yeah. uh, special just about warcraft we and did- when it was over with we had this uh friend of ours that was trying to get us to play she was really hot and uh her and j s k were really 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 good friends, and that's how I met her but uh She would come over all the time and stay the night at the house and play on our laptop and shit. I just never would get into it because I knew it was going to be one of those things I was going to sink money into and waste time. At the end of that show, I looked at J.S.K. and I went, well, I guess we need to go to GameStop. Time to buy Warcraft. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sold.
10: Let's go get it. I know back in 05, I used to watch that show religiously. Like I used to watch everything they did on G4 TV. And, you know, over the course yeah, of time... I turned on when
6: I woke up, and that was the only channel that would be on all day.
10: Yeah, over the course of time, they've just really diluted it, It's the same with MTV that recently just turned 30 years old. There was a time when MTV was something you could watch, and you could watch music videos.
6: Yeah, and then they came out with MTV, too. It was videos, and now it's fucking TV shows.
10: Reality shows. You got real like world. That that fucking 70 shows rolls. on
6: MTV. What the fuck?
10: I know, man. It's 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 horrible. But, you know... Uh, Spike TV is looking like it's going to be changing their demographic. Looks like gonna, they're they're going to start going for, uh, you know, women to start watching the show. I don't really know what's going to happen with Impact Wrestling once all the changes are implemented because I would almost think, man, if if they have to go find another home, they're they're screwed.
6: Well, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Um, another TV channel, depending on the channel, could be good for them. Um, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think Spike is going to broaden their horizons a little bit, which would be good for the for, for the channel. And uh, I think they've learned that.
10: Well, it was eighty one. Regardless,
6: they debuted with uh, Radio Killed or Video Killed the Radio Star, whatever yes. it's Yes.
10: Like Video, you know, Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's thirty years. So I was right the first time. Shut up, Crowley.
6: Curly. Really? Shut the fuck slap, up. I'm gonna slap the fucking taste out of your mouth first chance I get God to see damn you. Damn it. I'm just gonna walk right up, extend my hand to shake your hand, and with the other one I'm gonna slap the fuck out of you. Just because.
10: I swear I had it right the first time, you some bitch. Let me do my show and you shut the fuck up,
6: alright? Thank you. Damn, chiming in from the fucking back
10: people of the church.
6: And he's not even right. And you're not even right. That's the thing. You're not even right.
10: That was long before you was even a glean in your daddy's eye.
6: You weren't even a fucking
10: cum stain yet. Go to bed. Anyway, on that note, why don't we go ahead and take our first commercial break of the night, come back with uh, my interview with Ricky Schroeder, then we'll get into some Monday Night Raw discussion.
6: Little Ricky Schroeder going to be on the show.
10: Little Ricky Schroeder right here on Written News Live, baby. oh shit, it's Dusty.
6: <laughs> hey, Dusty, I got a question for you. What do you think about the WWE Slurpee Cups and your boy Cody Rose
10: not getting a Slurpee Cup? Well, Trey, I'm going to have to put it to you very delicately. See, I'm still in a contract, so I can't, I can't make some really messed up remarks, but I think it has th- it's a conspiracy, if you will. I believe right. it's because my son Cody has to wear that protective face mask, and I don't think they want to put his, uh, his disfigured face on a cup, if you will. So you're trying to say they've already used too much plastic. They
6: don't have any more to spare.
10: Yes, Trey Dogg. That's exactly what, what the you American Dream is You don't think it has saying. anything
6: to do with him going around, ripping people's arms off, beating them with it, skull-fucking them in the eye hole?
10: No, baby, but I tell you what, after it's over with, he might have to find the uh, Lee Silva and uh, yes. give him a little treat for, for stalking Maurice. Might have yes. to uh, rip out that eye pocket and uh, give him the skull-fucking finale, baby. I'm agreeing with you 100% there
6: on that one, Dusty.
10: Good talking to you. American Dream is out, baby. Poking beans, baby. Kings and and yeah, there you go. All right, on that note, we're going to take our first commercial break. We'll be back with more Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. Well, unless we're cancelled. Oh, canceled. my goodness. Could happen. Who knows? Who no. knows?
1: Rotor Animal, and you're
2: listening to Wrestling News Live. <laughs> what a rush! WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling? Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest running newsletter on the internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com dot com
3: Count for me, they understand, they talk for me.
1: Since 1996, audio wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars, providing you with a wide selection of award winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mania, In Your Head, Wrestlecast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, Wrestlecast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, Climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling. www.audiowrestling.com And check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio wrestling. Keeping you tuned in since
8: 1996.
3: I
1: The king of the mountain, and I'm on planet
9: Garrett right now, listening to Wrestling News Live. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday nights? Well, if you haven't, make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday nights with JJ Sexy at 10:30 Eastern Standard Time, 8:30 Mountain Standard Time where J.J. covers SmackDown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat.
10: You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin.
8: I want to really drive Andy to the point
5: where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff.
10: They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth.
5: That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over.
10: You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart, but. Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The
8: truth is going to hurt someone.
10: Catch your weekly search for the truth
8: right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the
10: SNS Radio Network.
7: This summer, there's only one reason to go inside. SummerSlam! Yeah!
3: The biggest
1: event
3: of the summer. SummerSlam. Live only on pay-per-view.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new Wrestling News Live. And now, here are your hosts, the trade Dog and JJ Sexy of SundayNightShowdown.com.
8: You can't see me, my time. I'm still Knock shell off, my stacked plus I can't turn
10: All right, guys, we're back right here on Wrestling News Live. Of course, I am JJ, all Cap Sexy, and uh, joining me on the phone line right now, a gentleman that I have uh, watched throughout my life growing up in the 1980s, uh, someone who's very familiar to both television and major motion pictures. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program, Ricky Schroeder. Hey,
1: good morning, good afternoon. How you guys doing?
10: Uh, man, I'm doing fantastic. And first of all, let me say uh, it's an honor to speak with you. I am someone who spent a lot of my childhood years watching Silver Spoons, one of my favorite shows growing up.
1: I, i'm sorry i corrupted you man i i, I really am
10: <laughs> oh man it was
1: a great experience though man I, I mean the video games you know i got to play on the set all the time was was awesome and uh the uh break dancing with alfonso my buddy uh the moonwalking it was just a great time in my life and great great time in america you know just
10: oh yeah well, you know, the funny thing is, Alfonso is really known now for being Carlton Banks, but you know, <laughs> he made his mark on on that show with you. So uh, it, it's just funny to me that when everybody talks about Alfonso Ribeiro now, it's it's oh, you mean Carlton Banks? Yeah, it's that's that's a trip.
1: <laughs> no, he was on Silver Spoons. I mean, he was actually on Broadway on the Tamp Dance Kid, and then he came to Silver Spoons, and uh, and uh, Jason Bateman was on there, and and uh, Matthew Perry was on there, and. Uh, all sorts of people came through. Whitney Houston was on there. Uh, Menudo was on Silver Spoons. Yes,
10: Menudo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John Houseman was a great character on there, played your grandfather, uh, also one of my favorite actors.
1: Yeah, it was a g- great times, man. Really good time. No regrets. Five years of my life there from 12 till 17 on Silver Spoons and, uh, all, all good memories.
10: I mean, like I said, you've had such a huge career throughout TV. I think when you were six years old, you'd probably done about 60 commercials is something I read today.
1: Yeah, I did a bunch of TV commercials. I started doing them when I was, you know, really young, like four or five years old. And then I did my first movie when I was uh, I was seven. I was called The Champ. It was a boxing movie. And uh, then I kind of never quit working from, from that point forward.
10: You've, uh, you've been on shows like Lonesome Dove The Return. You've been, you were a, a regular on NYPD Blue. Uh, just, yeah. I mean, just, a you've had such an amazing career, both TV and film. It's, it's, like I said, it's an honor to speak with you. And Thanks. right now you have a movie that's coming out, uh, on behalf of, of CMT Original Movies called To The Mat, where you're playing a professional wrestler.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, this is a, this is a really fun movie, um, it's it's a romantic comedy set in the world of uh, professional wrestling at school, and and I play a character named Aaron the Aunt Slocum, who who was uh, comes from a wrestling family, um, you know from the South, and uh, he was never as big as his dad or his uncles or his brother. He was unfortunately um, pretty small. He was only five foot ten and one hundred and sixty pounds, and he just never made it in North America as a wrestler. So he went to Japan. And became a massive star in Japan, and uh, the, the movie picks up with him returning from Japan uh, to to rescue the family's uh, wrestling academy, which is in dire financial straits, and, uh, and and get it back on track.
10: Oh wow! So <laughs> yeah. the big question here is: uh, are, are you a, are you a big wrestling fan?
1: I. You know, I met Andre the Giant when I was a kid. I, I met Hulk Hogan at one of the very first WrestleManias, so I've been around wrestling my whole life. Uh, you know, I wrestled in high school. It was a little bit of a different kind of wrestling, but I am a wrestling fan. I love the theatrics of it and the, the what do they call it, the kfab
10: Oh, yeah. Uh, k
1: Yeah, the K-Fab. The drama of, of wrestling and, and the, the storylines are really, really fun to follow, so... Uh, You know, I got a little bit of uh, wrestling skills. I actually climbed on the top rope during production and did a backflip landing on on my opponent, which is pretty cool.
10: (laughs) That's pretty cool, man. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm someone who's actually been in the ring myself. I I trained back in 98 uh, to be a wrestler, and unfortunately for me it never really got off the ground. I, I felt that I was better talking uh, rather than actually wrestling a match, so I, I kind of went the other direction.
1: Well, were you big enough? I mean, were you, I, I, I can't tell over the phone if you're a large man or not.
10: Well, I am, uh, I'm bigger now than I used to be, but uh, when I was back in my prime shape, I, you know, I was in about one, weighed somewhere around 250, 260.
1: Oh, it sounds like you had the the uh, the size to do it. Oh, Yeah. Was it a character problem, or was it a theatrical problem, or what? What do you think it was?
10: I, I think it was mainly I just I just didn't have the knack for putting together good matches. Uh, like I said, I'm a good talker. I could cut promos, and I you know I could do all that, and I still do that. But I, as far as the physicality, it just wasn't me. Ah,
1: well, dreams dreams die hard, don't they?
10: They do. <laughs> they do. So so in this movie, you you play a character called the Ant. I love the name. That that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm the ant because I'm small. Right, but ants, just so you know, are extremely powerful and strong for their body size, and 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 that is the case with with, with me, Aaron. Uh, you know, Aaron the ant. Um, I, I I I'm very quick and maneuverable. I mean, I do all sorts of acrobatic kind of things in the ring. Um, I had a great double. I mean, this guy was fantastic. He made <laughs> me look like a stud, and. Um, yeah Adam the I'm sorry Aaron the ant not Adam the ant that's that's a different thing but uh it was a fun character so so to the mat um it it, like I said it's about a wrestling academy where we teach you know guys that have wrestling fantasies how to uh how to do some moves and how to live out their fantasy and you know the the school is in jeopardy of being closed down because we don't have any money and it turns out there's there's a villain, Scotty the Hottie Durkin, who is uh, who's, who's tanking my family's business, and I have to challenge him to a match and and uh, deal with this bad guy once and for all in front of the world, and so that's the kind of the storyline.
10: No, it, it sounds like it's great. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the press release now. Uh, the director, or excuse me, the writer was uh, C.J. Cox, who actually wrote Sweet Home Alabama.
1: Oh yeah, fantastic screenplay. I mean. The dialogue, the humor, uh, the, the the relationships are all just first top notched you know, first class here. The best, the best, one of the best scripts I've ever been involved with, and and, and you know, CMT is really, really, uh, you know, coming out. Uh, this is their first movie, Country Music Television, with a bang. I think this movie is going to do well for them. Uh, I'm sure proud of it. I know that.
10: Yeah, absolutely, and also looks like we've got uh, Laura Bell Bundy playing the uh, the role of the accountant that you had spoke of.
1: Yeah, her character comes from New York, and she thinks she's going to, uh, you know, troubleshoot and fix a private school, uh, you know, some sort of you know highbrow school, and it turns out she's coming to uh, the South to work in a wrestling school that's barely treading water, and uh, and 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 and. Uh, you know, she's so out of her element you know, with guys with face paint and spandex, and, and she's, she just has no idea what wrestling's about. And, and her character's arc is great because she, she learns that you know, the, the skill it takes to be a wrestler and to, to do the moves and, and not hurt each other as, as people physically is, is just amazing. You know, and and these guys are incredible athletes, and she she comes to appreciate us, you know, as performers and, and athletes, uh, as opposed to just sort of what she thinks we are, which are sort of knuckle dragging, you know, barbarians.
10: Yeah, I think that's the popular misconception about professional wrestling is that uh, a lot of people think it's a joke, and you know, it really is. Uh, you know, I got involved watching it when I was eight years old for the first time and i 've been hooked ever since i'm you know i 'm pushing thirty seven so uh, you know it 's something that i've i've pretty much you know watched for close to thirty years of my life and you know i, I like you said earlier, I like the theatrics you know I like the athleticism that goes into it and yeah. uh, i 'm glad to see that you know c m t is making a movie uh, with a little bit of wrestling flair to it
1: yeah i mean you know it's it's some people just don 't get it you know some people just you know don't get it and other people like you said are they get it they've been fans a long time it's an amazing loyal fan base and you know it's for sure here to stay as an entertainment forum there's there's uh there's no way it's it's going away
10: absolutely so what else has ricky schroeder been doing as of late i know that i caught you on uh no ordinary family not too long ago
1: yeah yeah i did a a guest spot there um it was a fun experience michael chiklis great guy uh, I'm producing right now, actually, and directing and writing stuff. I just I just directed a movie that I wrote for uh, for my daughter and I to star in. It's a it's a modern day western about a, a girl who falls in love with a wild Mustang, and um, that's called Wild Hearts. It'll be coming out in 2012. And then I'm producing actually a reality TV program for the U.S. Army, where we take. A civilian every week into the Army, and we give them a behind-the-scenes look at what it would be like to be in the Army and to do certain kinds of jobs in the Army, and then they either enlist or they don't at the end.
10: Oh, no, that sounds very cool.
1: Yeah, it's called Starting Strong. It's a 30-minute reality-style program uh, coming out in 2012 as well. I'm not sure what network yet. We're still uh, determining that, but it's, it's a really great show. I mean, it's kind of like Dirty Jobs, but like army jobs, you know.
10: Oh no, I can't. I, I can't. I'm going to watch that because that sounds very interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, I tell you, I love working with these army guys. They're just so inspiring. You know, every single person that joins the army is a volunteer. They all know that they could possibly be sent into combat or harm's way, and 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 for for, for people, young people that choose that career path, it's you know, I take my hat off to them, and, I, and the rest of the nation should as well because. You know, we have an all volunteer force, and uh, that's the way we want to have it. And that's, and that's, uh, it's a very professional organization.
10: And, you know, I, I have loads of respect. I grew up uh, an Air Force brat. My dad was in the, the service for about 20 years in the Air Force. And, uh, you know, growing up in a military style life, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard on a family, but at the same time, uh, you know, I respect the hell out of the men and women who dedicate their time to join the armed service, uh, services to, to defend our country.
1: Absolutely, man, absolutely. And, you know, my show, My show Starting Strong for the Army, it shows how if you go in the Army for six, you know, years, and let's say you don't reenlist, but you learn a, a great skill set of being a medic or being a, an engineer or, you know, being a, an MP, whatever, you jo- whatever job you do, you, you know, those skills are directly transferable into the civilian world when you get out, and the leadership skills that you've acquired um, and, you know employers actually love those those life experiences and those leadership skills that you get from being in the army and um, you know the army is what you make of it if you go in with the right attitude and, and you and you, you have goals you'll achieve them uh, you know unfortunately some people don't go in with that attitude or spirit I guess and it doesn't work out for them but but uh, most of the people I see are very impressive young people
10: well that's very cool and when did you say that's that's going to be hitting uh hitting tv
1: that'll be hitting tv in 2012 as well okay. um you know we're, we're we're in discussion with various cable networks right now um we don't have a home but the army uh, and i uh, will find a home for it because it's a, it's a really great reality style show and um you know various network partners are, are interested so we'll just have to see where it ends up
10: It almost sounds like it's going to end up on on a tlc which you know i think it'd, it'd be great there but uh you know
1: TLC or history channel or spike or or who knows maybe even CMT um, discovery you know there could be all sorts of places for it
10: now when you were getting involved with uh, the character for to the mat uh, the ant did you get any hands-on training I mean did you go to any of the the wrestling shows whether it was TNA or the WWE or you know, really to, to try and, and cement the character down, or was it something that you, you just watched enough wrestling over the years, you kind of knew what was going on?
1: Well, I, I didn't, you know, I came together quickly. I didn't have time to go to a live event, but I, I scoured YouTube and, and watched a bunch of, uh, you know, wrestling um, moments and the theatrics and stuff uh, on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I found one move I really wanted to do.
10: <laughs> What's that? And it
1: was, it was called the Stinky Face. Oh, <laughs> but my co-star Scotty the Hottie Durkin, who who I you know he just wasn't into it, so we didn't get to do the stinky face. But uh, but I did do some YouTube research.
10: You know, the funny thing—it's ironic that you bring that up. I actually interviewed Rikishi, the guy who made the stink face famous, last week. Oh, really? Yes, and uh, he's he's actually involved now with. Uh, with a website where he's doing some independent pro wrestling, uh, some tag team stuff called Territory League. And we talked about uh, a lot of the wrestlers nowadays, there's some girls that are using the stink face as a finish on the WWE, so we talked about that. I just, uh, that's irony. That's that's funny.
1: I would love to have heard that first uh, conversation when when he tried to convince his opponent, hey, man, I'm going to stick my butthole in your nose. <laughs>
10: <laughs> well, especially when you're talking about a butt that... Uh, you know, looks like it probably weighs about 300 pounds on its own. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's some good times right there. So what, what was the, uh, the finishing maneuver for your character in the particular movie?
1: Um, it was, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. It was, it was the backflip off the top rope, uh, landing squarely on his chest, pulling his leg up with my arm and crunching his neck with my other arm, and and you know it was something like that, you
10: know, was, kind of like a, a moon salt kind of thing.
1: What, what'd you
10: call it? A moon salt. Sure, we'll go a moon salt. Sure, okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll call it a moon salt. Well, that's cool. It, so, does the character wear any kind of face paint or any theatrical things to the ring?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got I got antennas. I oh. got I got face paint. I got antennas like an ant. Got some, some black and blue face paint going on.
10: <laughs> I cannot wait to see this.
1: And uh, got some, I owned it, man. I owned it. I mean, I wore that spandex proudly, and and I was shirtless, you know. I, 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 you know, for an average guy with an average body, you know, I, I committed. And, and that's the thing I think that but I, but I loved about the part, and I loved about wrestling in general, is the way you commit to your role. Like, if you get up there and you're, like, all shy or uncomfortable, man, the audience will eat you alive, yep. and you got to own it. And I, I owned it, and I, I feel good about what I did.
10: Well, it, you know what? It sounds amazing. Uh, the movie comes out for CMT on, I believe, August 17th. That's right. To the mat with Ricky Schroeder and Laura Bell Bundy. Check it out. Yep. Wednesday, August 17th on CMT. Ricky, I want to thank you for stopping by, man. Yeah. I am looking forward to this show. I, <laughs> I'm i telling you, you're wearing antennas, <laughs> blue face paint, you're doing a salt. <laughs> You've got all the elements right there to get me hooked on watching this show.
1: Well, I really appreciate your time, guys, and uh, take care of yourselves and all you wrestling fans. Thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, this is Ricky Schroeder. You're listening to Wrestling News Live on the SNS Network.
10: Perfect, man. I appreciate it.
1: All right, man. Talk to you
10: later. All right, man. Best of luck to you, man. You
1: too. Bye. All right. August, sometimes the best matches stay away from happen you. outside the rings. Most people Irish whip toss me back in
3: the ring. Am I supposed to know what that means? I'm your management consultant,
1: Janice Baylor. We don't need somebody like you coming in here to tell us how bad our business is. In the wrestling biz, this is the double F. The flash and flare, baby, shows you how little you know.
3: Well, I didn't expect I would be getting fashion advice from someone dressed like a parking lot attendant from Hooters. Ah!
1: Well, this is where the magic happens.
3: Oh, my God. Now I'm beginning to understand why people behave violently towards you. You're being audited?
1: Mm, Yeah, I remember hearing something about that a while ago.
3: Now I'm going to be stuck here because I have to have you ready for an audit in three weeks. Keep in mind that without me, you people will have to get real jobs. So picture yourselves as plumbers because it'll be butt cracks and crawl spaces for all of you. Look, I am not trying to dismantle this place. I'm trying to save it.
1: If I'd done a better job running it, you wouldn't have to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Funny how life has a way of giving us what we need even if we don't know we need it.
1: Look, I need to apologize to you. I haven't been cooperative. But I want you to know I appreciate what you're trying to do for us. Thank you.
3: I'm not giving up yet. Did you know about this? Okay, you think what this will do to your ego, but you're kind of a big deal over there.
1: Well, don't that beat all.
3: <laughs> I mean, this changes our whole game plan. Our game plan. Yeah. Janice, oh! you have to come to your senses and come home with me. Mother, in all likelihood, that's not home
0: for
1: me anymore. All is fair in love and wrestling. From the writer of Sweet Home Alabama comes the first CMT original movie yes! Ricky Schroeder and Laura Bell Bundy. If I didn't know better. I swear you become a Southern girl. To the Met premieres Wednesday, August 17th at 8, 7 Central, only on CMT.
10: All right, we're back right here on Wrestling News Live. Of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexy. And I'm being joined by my compadre, the founder of Wrestling News Live, the trade Dog. I just want to say I was around
6: doing this radio thing when you first started. And I remember when you first joined uh, – voice of wrestling and then went on to WTR and then you and harmony met and all the, I I know the whole lineage of, of your radio career. I'm not kissing your ass. I'm not trying to inflate your already huge ego. I'm just going to tell you straight up. That was a great fucking interview. Um, I was entertained, I enjoyed it, I wish I could have been a part of it, but you did a great job, and you've come a long, long way. And that is, from me to you, that was an amazing interview, and I hope everybody else enjoyed it.
10: Thank you, man, I appreciate it. I, I was nervous as hell going into it. You know, we have been able to pull out some pretty stellar ones this year. So,
6: I think this movie is a cross between Knucklehead... And Average Joe's dodgeball.
10: What about where the girl,
6: the girl sent from the bank to help him figure out why the gym is going to close, and they end up, you know, having a little thing. Only in this is if this is a feel-good movie where it looks like Laura Bell Bundy and the aunt get together at the end.
10: I learned in the commercial break while we were having the interview with Ricky Schroeder. That apparently I have a guest book now for next week's Unplugged in Shane Helms.
6: I want to hear you take him to task for his Shawn Michaels comments.
10: Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Because
6: I've heard him interviewed several times and people dance around it. I want to hear you as a Shawn Michaels fan. And I'll be there. I'll chime in if I have to. I... uh, I want to hear somebody that is a true Shawn Michaels fan taking the task for his Shawn Michaels comments.
10: Well, apparently because it's it's next no, week
6: that he's going to be has. on the
10: show. So, <coughs> now, you have, you have a guest this week also. I do have a guest this week, and Crowley will break that news later on in the program. So,
6: But all in all, good interview with Ricky Schroeder. That movie will be on August 17th on CMT, 8 o'clock Eastern, and it's called To the Mat. So looking forward to that.
10: I, you know what, the mo- the thing I'm looking forward to the most about that is I just want to see him wearing antennas and face paint and doing a isn't moonsault.
6: salt. It, it funny how non-wrestling Hollywood goes to the extreme when they portray wrestling <laughs> and they put antennas on a guy called The Ant? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, that would never go over it in real wrestling. We'd laugh that guy out of the building.
10: You know, my favorite part of that whole interview was he wanted to use the stink face.
6: No, he wanted to use
10: the stinky face. Well, okay, st- same thing. But he wanted to use the stinky face on uh, on his co-star, who just. What's he say to her in the in the in the in the trailer? He says, "Most
6: people Irish whip toss me."
10: Yeah, you could tell he didn't really have a lot of uh, you know training with any of the companies. No wrestling vernacular. Right. Yeah, I heard that and I thought, oh, I kind of cringed a little bit. And I was like, oh.
6: All right. I want the chat room to stop talking about everybody that's fucked Velvet Sky but me. Okay.
10: Apparently, it's a, it's a pretty extensive list, according to the chat. So I can neither confirm nor deny those statements. Oh, so I tell Chris you what. Saban. God, Chris Saban? Really? Yep, Saban. Really? It's okay, man. Oh, God damn. It's just not your day, is it?
6: Well, you know, you look at a girl that's fucking a guy, and if he's a guy that you go, yeah, I can see that guy pulling some ass. You're okay with it. You're like, it's a man's man. But I look at Chris Saban, and I'm like, oh, why? 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 I don't want to get too deep into it and start talking shit about
10: Chris Saban. Yeah, let's let's not do that. I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and cover some Monday Night Raw.
6: You mean Monday Night Entertainment.
2: And now it's time to review Monday Night Raw. Time to talk a little wrestling. Oh, wait. We're talking Monday Night Raw. I guess that means it's time to talk entertainment. Yeah.
10: So we start things off with CM Punk coming down to the ring with his new music, which is a very old favorite of us here on this show, the Uh. Cult of Personality by Living Color. Apparently, WWE has... Uh, ponied up the, the cash and uh, paid the royalties for the song. So uh, that is CM Punk's new theme music.
6: Well, at least it's not a band that's done anything since that song, so we probably have to pony up a whole lot.
10: That's true. Uh, Punk's first we'll line. A,
6: we'll give you tickets to WrestleMania and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
10: They might perform at WrestleMania next year. Who knows?
6: Ooh, that'd be cool.
10: That, that'd that be that'd be a way to go, man.
6: A reunion for In Living Color. That'd be awesome.
10: Well, no, they're still, they're still together. They're just, you know, doing their uh, thing. They're on Twitter.
6: What do they do now?
10: Uh, I'm sure they do small venues and uh, you know still tour around the the world.
6: But what do they do? They play one song, "Thinking Goodnight."
10: They got more than one song that was a hit. No, they
6: don't. They got Glamour one Boys. song that was a hit.
10: Glamour Boys was a hit. Who? The Glamour Boys. You ain't never heard that song? No. Well, goddamn, we're gonna have that f- fucking song of the night, motherfucker. Oh my god. I'm gonna god. find that motherfucker. We're gonna have Glamour Boys as the song of the well, night. I
6: don't want to. I don't want you to take three hours looking it up on YouTube please. It was such a hit.
10: I bet y'all find it in two minutes, but let's get back to the recap. (laughs) Uh, CM Punk's first line of the night, the champ is here. Uh, The fans were very mixed in their reaction. All night long. Yes, very much so. Uh, Whether it was CM Punk, whether it was John Cena, they were very mixed. Uh, Triple H comes out, basically interrupts CM Punk, talking about that the uh, the title is going to uh, be decided tonight. They're going to, you know, resolve this issue uh has a pretty good promo back and forth between Punk and Triple H where you know punk says you need to watch who you're who you're pushing around cuz I like to push back i thought it was a really good segment back and forth for both guys
6: now i liked the segment i said some things in the chat room as soon as the segment was over i said some things in the chat room and Everybody jumped my ass. Oh, my God, that was a great segment. Mace said, oh, my God, don't don't be a typical wrestling radio guy and nitpick a great segment. Now, listen to me. It's my job to nitpick. If I just came on here and said everything was gumdrops and rainbows, you motherfuckers wouldn't be here. It's, you know, what JJ brings to the table and what I bring to the table that brings you motherfuckers in here every week. So if we stop being ourselves, why would you show up? So I'm going to nitpick. I'm going to tell you what I think. That's why I have the forum. That's why I have a microphone. I thought the best line of the night, because it sums up exactly what I'm thinking, if a pipe bomb goes off and nobody hears it, does not make a sound? That and really what got to me and what pissed me off was Punk is going to drop this pipe bomb, this fucking you know shoot shit that's gonna just revolutionize what people think of the interviews and and blah 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 the first thing he does is start talking about how triple h was holding everybody down and how he you know kept people from going over that was the angle to attack that was the angle to blow up an attack don't go after the guy's wife That was 10 years ago. That would have been a great promo 10 years ago. But 10 years later, that's the best you got? That's your fucking big pipe bomb that's going to explode? Is that he's going to have to ask his wife for permission because his wife's last name is McMahon? Give me a fucking break. That was fucking weak sauce. That was fucking weak-ass shit. You... You've been this anti-establishment, revolutionary, you know, maverick on the microphone. And that's the best you got is taking shots at Triple H because of his wife? That would have been great eight years ago, but not so much today. I mean, who gives a fuck? He's still your fucking boss.
10: Oh, look. Tennessee Cowgirl found glamour boys right there in the chat room
6: yeah i can't fucking wait (laughs) i'm holding my breath anyway Uh, so then triple h cuts a promo later in the night and says the exact fucking thing i said in the chat room damn near word for word pretty much i mean it's just if you're gonna do something big and you're gonna call it out and promote watch me drop a pipe bomb Then drop a fucking pipe bomb. Don't drop a fucking, you know, firecracker. Well,
10: I see your point. Uh, I like the fact that Triple H at one point It was
6: great. It was great. It, It got the crowd in it, and that's what it was for. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, it's 2011, not 2002.
10: True, but at the same time, he did get Triple H riled up tonight. To the point well, where Triple H, Triple
6: H, Triple H played the part of somebody who was riled because let's be honest, that nothing was said that wasn't discussed backstage before they went out. Oh, well, absolutely. Did you get a chance to see that video that X Pac put out this week, where it shows Billy Gunn going over a match with two nobodies?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've seen that shit before, so I mean, it was nothing. But new that's
6: what I mean. I'm trying. That just popped in my head. That's what we were trying to tell everybody when we were discussing how things are done backstage and how they're done
10: in yeah, the ring. I'm assuming you're talking about the situation where we're talking about the, uh, the TNA booking with the three roll-ups in one night on a pay-per-view.
6: Right, and how that would have never happened had they got together backstage like Billy Gunn and those two new guys.
10: Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I, you don't typically see wrestling shows, whether it's uh, the WWE or even the independents for, for the most part, uh, the same finish in three matches, two of them back-to-back even. You know, and again, watching Billy Gunn lay that match out, you know, that's something that I've, I've seen many times before on the independent level. Yeah, he you know, said he
6: said the million-dollar thing that is said at the end of that every time is boom. And then you guys are going to go out there in five minutes. You're going to forget about everything I fucking said.
10: Yep. <laughs> well, and that really, you know, a lot of the problem these days is people don't call shit in the ring. It's we talk about it backstage, and a guy might forget. He might get stiffed by the guy that, you know, uh, they got pissed off at him for getting a move. I mean, that's that's the wrestling business today. Spot, 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 rest spot, 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 finish. You know, you don't call just, the shit you know, With ringing. us
6: talking about CM Punk and Triple H, nothing was said out there that wasn't discussed backstage. Hey, I'm going to say this. Okay, well, I'm going to come back with this. All right, you come at me with this. You know, so, t- I mean, Triple H was just playing the part.
10: Right. So, we come into our first match of the evening. It's a battle royal for the number one contendership of the Divas Championship. Uh, participants in this match, Gail Kim, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Eve, who has new music. Same song, just kind of redone. Gail Beth Phoenix. Kim was in this? Gail Kim was in this, yes. If God you, damn, it, she was eliminated so quick, I didn't even see her. If you blinked, you missed her. Natalya Nightheart, Maurice, Alicia Fox, AJ, and Tamina. Uh, the- I
6: like, I, I tell you what, I like AJ. Do you? She's a cute little motherfucker. And she, I mean, she's, a, you know that old cartoon with the bulldog and the little dog bouncing around the bulldog? What are we going to do today, Spike? That's her. <laughs> she's that little dog that bounces around the bulldog. But she's full of piss and vinegar. She's She's fun to watch.
10: All right, guys, I'm going off right now. I'm reading the Raw Recap, courtesy of our Raw Recapper uh, over at HeadlocksToHeadlines.com, the sensational Sean, the sensational sequel, if you will. And he says it was Gail Kim versus Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Eve, Beth Phoenix, Natalia, Maurice, Alicia Fox, AJ, and Tamina. If that's wrong, blame it on Sean. In the end, Beth Phoenix uh, eliminates both the Bellas at the same time, and then takes out Kelly Kelly, who is sitting on commentary after Kelly Kelly gets into the ring. I and thought that hugs was dumb as
6: shit on her part.
10: To get in the ring with her?
6: Yeah. This bitch just threw out all these women to take you on at the next pay per view for your belt, and you want to get in there and give the bitch a hug? Yeah, true that. I was like, when she got in the ring, I thought to myself, slap her. Slap that bitch.
10: There's no respects when it comes to, you know, women's wrestling.
6: And I wanted, when Beth got the microphone, at least she was able to say something. Right. Kudos to her. But I wanted her to grab the microphone and say, new regime, blah, blah, blah. The bitch Beth Phoenix is back, you know. And it's been, what, two years since she's had that belt?
10: At the very least, yeah. It's been you a know? while.
6: I wanted to say the old Beth Phoenix is back, you know, and we're going to really talk some shit. But the she bitch said is she said, back.
10: There's your promo. The bitch is back. The bitch is back. Let me see. Uh, She says that Kelly's days as the perky blonde bimbo are over. Next up, we see uh, The Miz and R-Truth in a backstage segment. Truth says The Miz and him are very much alike. Miz says they are not. Miz starts to realize there might be a conspiracy. But Truth says if Mr. H wants to bring back CM Punk by himself, why was The Miz and R-Truth? In the tournament for the WWE title.
6: I'll tell you who uh, the truth is talking to. Those, those people behind
10: him. Yeah, who are they? It's just one person. It's the Raw General Manager. Well, this just in, according to Crelly, who's not a very reliable source tonight. No. He says it was Eve Torres, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Alicia Fox, Tamina, Natalia, Caitlin, AJ, Melina, Gail Kim, Beth Phoenix, and Rosa Mendez. I'm gonna tell you now. I don't really give a shit. I blinked. I missed the match. I'm not really concerned. We got the winner. Who gives a fuck? It was a bunch of divas in a battle royal. Woohoo! I was getting my show ready for tonight. End of story. Beth Phoenix won.
6: Swax says uh, Kelly Kelly will retain the Diva Championship in a shocking upset at SummerSlam. She probably will. If they're smart, if they want to keep this going and really do something with it, then then that's the way they should go, I I would think.
10: So let's see, moving on after that to backstage. Melina was the first
6: one eliminated, but
10: she wasn't in there very long at all. Oh, there you go, that's Melina. She hasn't been uh, very popular with the company for a while now, so some things never change. Um, after that backstage segment with R-Truth and Miz, we uh, have one with John Cena saying that CM Punk will live by the sword and die by the sword and that Cena's focus is, in fact, on Triple H and his announcement that he'll be making tonight, and he's going to be there when Triple H makes that announcement. Match number two. Where else would he fucking be? Well, exactly. Get a hamburger? Well, you know, you never know. Uh, Match number two, R-Truth and The Miz versus John Morrison and Rey Mysterio. The finish of this match saw R-Truth get uh, the move that everybody's stolen from Shelton Benjamin, pay dirt. MVP had it, now, now R-Truth has it. He hits it on John Morrison, who actually hit his uh, his spinning kick to the Miz to the outside, and Truth capitalized on the fact that uh, he wasn't paying attention, turned around and got hit with the move by R-Truth, and it got pinned for the one-two-three. It wasn't over there as R-Truth and the Miz put a beatdown on John Morrison, first with the skull-crushing finale by the Miz, And then R-Truth hit him in the face with a water bottle. Skull-crushing finale? The skull-crushing finale, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So here we have Morrison back, and he's already jobber to the stars once again.
6: He's uh, had two matches, He's he's lost both of them.
10: So I'm wondering, really, if they're setting up an R-Truth match with him. Is it going to be a Miz match with him at SummerSlam? Uh, might even be a tag team. Him and Rey Mysterio might have a score to settle with these two going into SummerSlam. I'm not really sure what the storyline is for these guys. but
6: I'm, I'm thinking that you, you wait and see, like the chat room was talking about during the match. The Miz and the Truth go for the tag team titles.
10: Oh, God, I hope not.
6: Watch and see.
10: You know what? I, I'm I'm sick of seeing two mid-card guys put together. Well, in a makeshift tag team, it just the that's, that's the, shit the WWE out of me. way, though.
6: That's Bugs the, WWE the way. shit out of me.
10: To they did it. that
6: with the tag team title
10: match tonight. and They did that with this match here. Oh yeah, we're we're about to get to that too. Um, our next match of the night, we've got. Or, well, it's not really a match. We have Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero coming out. Um, I like this. Yes, this was good. Vicky Guerrero with her trademark.
6: Excuse me. I want to slap the fuck out of that bitch, but I'm afraid she'd bite
10: me. You know what, though? I, I, I got to give it cre- Vicky credit, man. She's looking good.
6: No, she's not looking good. She's weight weight
10: loss-wise, she's looking good. That bitch will never look good. She just looks better. Well, a visit to a plastic surgeon, maybe, but, you know, she's, she's
6: looking well, better. Well, that's when you take, a half, you take a halfway hot chick and you put her next to a fat bitch. She becomes a
10: smoking, smoking hot motherfucker. Now, back in the day when she was married to Eddie and she was... A little younger and a little slender. She was, she, was, she was pretty hot to look at sometimes. She maybe. still had jowls like a bulldog. Well, not everybody's perfect, Trey.
6: Well, I am. I expect everybody else to be.
10: I hear you.
6: But no, I mean, she's still, uh, she's still a two-bagger.
10: Well, anyway, uh, bottom line, we have Dolph Ziggler at her cutting a promo saying that uh, after his match last week, pretty much raised the bar, for lack of a better term, uh, oh, and God told man. everybody to, to follow it, uh, to try and follow that. Uh, You know, the good thing I like about the WWE, when they raise the bar, it actually does kind of raise up. As opposed to to
6: the chat room says I'm getting so sick of people calling Vicky ugly. Vicky's looking fine. Trent, you're black. If I could be racist for a minute, black men will fuck any white, ugly, fat bitch just because she's white. She's Latino. She's not
10: even white. Well, but she's not black. (laughs) no, but she's Latino, which doesn't make her white. No, but
6: she's not black. Black men I got plenty of black friends. It doesn't matter if she's Mexican, white,
10: albino. The views of the Trey Dog do not necessarily reflect those <laughs> of the SNS radio network its just like smoking its
6: cools. It's just like smoking fucking menthol cigarettes. Black men can't tell you why they do it. They just do it. But bottom the same line is, she's not white. white
10: bitches. She's not white, Trey. She's Mexican. <laughs> I'm talking about on a national level. Oh, my God. moving on we
6: have is bangable yes if you put a bag over her head a bag over yours in case hers falls off yes she's bangable
10: anyway Dolph Ziggler comes out and says uh that he basically had a remark for everybody last week to follow what he did um says that he's the best man in the locker room there's nobody back there that can hold a candle to Dolph Ziggler when out comes Alex Riley I like this and Alex Riley basically says that uh, Dolph Ziggler's a lot like The Miz in the fact that he hides behind Vicky Guerrero, much like the way The Miz hid behind him his entire championship run. Um, so basically, Dolph tells Vicky to back up to the corner, takes off his jacket, and then he rolls under the ropes to get out of the ring and waves bye to Riley. <laughs> uh this is obviously going to be some sort of a u.s title match setting into Summerslam, and i got to be honest dolph ziggler and ari i think are going to have a great match at Summerslam. Yeah, I, if that's I the way think they're, they're going. Need to put the title on the line and Vicky on the line well title maybe not vicky
6: well yeah i mean that's his whole point that he's going after is be a man do your own thing
10: true that uh next up our next match of the night we have a tag team match uh, pitting the members of the old Nexus, Michael McGillicuddy and David Otunga, who are, in fact, the uh, unified WWE Tag Team Champions. Taking we are Sparta on belts. We are Sparta belts. I kind of gave up on that a while ago. But uh, McGillicuddy and Otunga defending against Zack Ryder and Santino Marella. Um, what in the fuck is going on here? Why, why, why? Did we have to have Santino Marella team with Zack Ryder? I mean, was Kurt Hawkins just not on the show tonight? Was he not in town? Uh, did we have to see Santino in this match? Did we have to see Zack
6: Ryder, who was apparently shipped
10: to SmackDown last week? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He's going to be on both shows. He's not okay, shipped. Great. He's he's officially on the Raw roster, and he's Teddy Long's assistant on SmackDown. So this is how they're capitalizing on. Zack Ryder's popularity is by keeping him on the show. they just make that belt defendable
6: and call it the Wi-Fi Championship?
10: Why would you do that, though? They have why no else would be on TV
6: and the fact that he's doing
10: the Internet shit? Well, because he's a talented guy and deserves a push.
6: Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he was a nobody until this Internet shit started.
10: No. You know, he, he made an opportunity for himself, got people behind him. Right. And he he did the hardy thing the right way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's a bankable guy. So I I just again, I have a problem with him taking two guys randomly and putting the uh, putting them in a tag team match. I was reading spoilers in the chat because don't forget, I actually have about a 15 minute delay when I'm watching the show. So when I'm in the chat room talking with you guys and you're talking about what's happening, you know, it's about 15 minutes before I see any of that. And I could have sworn you said there were new tag team champions tonight, which I was going to go off on a tangent tonight if that was the case. Because on SmackDown last Friday night, you had the Usos, who are a fantastic tag team and a legitimate tag team, going up against the tag team champions in Otunga and McGillicuddy. And I thought, if you're going to put the belts on Ryder and Santino when you could have put them on the Usos, what's wrong with this pitcher?
6: Uh, and Santino's got his own Cobra sock that he pulls out like oh, Mr. Well, Socko. Oh, of course. No.
10: Of course, it's merchandise. It's just like Mr. Sacco. Now we've got the Cobra. How many kids do you think tomorrow are going to order the Cobra off the shop zone? It's brilliant marketing by the WWE. Absolutely brilliant. Just like selling those stupid Jeff Hardy arm socks. You know? But, you know, whatever happened to Kozlov? We had Santino and Kozlov as a tag team. What happened there? Why are we we putting these two together? It makes no fucking sense whatsoever they broke up i don't know i guess man i don't know but i digress at the end of the night at the end of the match uh the former members of the nexus still your tag team champions but what does it say jobbing to michael mcgillicuddy
6: new music <laughs> and they're not referred to as a nexus their nexus armbands are gone so no mention of the nexus during their match
10: yeah i don't know it's uh
6: it's just a tunga and mcgillicuddy
10: which they need, they need a new name or something, I don't know. Or you know, Maybe at some point they're going to drop those belts. Preferably to the Usos, the only actual legit tag team in the company now. Pretty sad. With that being said, uh, we see a video of what happened between Punk and Triple H. We go backstage and see Punk being asked what he thinks Triple H will say tonight. Punk says that uh, he'll be out there tonight to see what Triple H has to say, and that's about it. Hopes he'll do the right thing. Uh, match number four, Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. That's your cue. Take it on Evan Bourne. Uh pretty, <laughs> pretty quick little match. Well, they needed somebody to put over Alberto Del Rio.
6: Filler. Hey, we need somebody here. All right, bring out the roster poster. There's everybody on the roster. All right, throw a dart. Who's facing Alberto? Swack. Oh, no, there you go. Airborne.
10: Bring out, bring out Mr. Money in the Bank, and uh, we'll give him a match against Evan Bourne, and uh, he'll win with the cross-arm breaker and make Evan Bourne submit. Yeah,
6: you know what's funny is I was sitting here watching television this week. I think it was during Smackdown, as a matter of fact. And one of the local commercials that breaks in on television here uh, is Dave Apollo Cook's Karate School. And they show all these kids doing karate. And breaking fucking boards. And the parents talking about how it's really helped their child and their growth and their attitude and how they're better kids at home now because they took this class and blah, 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 blah. At the very end, it shows the guy talking about how he was once bullied in school and how this has really helped him become more of a man. And it shows him in the background putting Alberto Del Rio's finishing move on a guy. And the guy's tapping out. And he's got him in the, in the same move Alberto Del Rio does the arm breaker. Nice. I was like, now where was that in karate when I took karate?
10: There you go. So after the match, after uh, Bourne taps out, we have Kofi Kingston running down to break up uh, the fact that Del Rio will not let up on the arm bar. Del Rio runs out of the ring to stay away from Kofi Kingston. Does no, anybody
6: run down there to sell him some pot?
10: Does anybody else see a SummerSlam match between Kofi Kingston and Alberto ooh, Del Rio ooh, for ooh. Money in the Bank? Could that happen at SummerSlam? It's
6: gonna happen.
10: So next up, we have uh, our yeah, big announcement man. for tonight. Just as Del Rio getting the one up on a uh, on Kofi, Big
6: Show is gonna come out. Nah, nah, probably
10: not. Now nah, because Big Show's done with the whole Del Rio thing, he's
6: yeah, we we forgot that happened. Though, his though.
10: his focus now is on you know Mark, Mark Henry him. when he comes back. So, yeah. um, next up we have a Triple H who comes down to basically make his. Big announcement regarding the <laughs> WWE <WB> championship.
6: <laughs> I did like what uh, CM Punk said the first time he was in the ring earlier in the night. And Triple H just sees it. He goes, "Oh, all right, time to play the game."
10: <laughs> True that. I like when I he like said motorhead. he liked Motorhead. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Um, so we start things off with Triple H, who uh, basically says that you know both Punk and Cena have claims to the titles, and out comes John Laurinaitis. Who says for him to hold on.
1: <laughs> his, his very
10: very, uh, very deep voice. Sounds like one of the hearts. Uh, you know, basically says he's been with the company for 10 years. Triple H is Stop very... Not showing
6: a cock down your throat and you'd be able
10: to talk all night long. Says Triple H has only been with the company for a very limited time in the uh, managerial capacity or in the corporate capacity and that he knows what Vince McMahon would do and that he should, in fact, strip John Cena of the title. This brings out John Cena who says, the reason you really want me stripped of the title is because I hit you at Money in the Bank. Um, this kind of goes back and forth where Cena says he's going to hit John Laurinaitis again. Triple H says, well, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, we then have CM Punk basically come out and says, you know, he can see the writing on the wall. I'm supposed to get stripped. You know, this has happened before. You know, you're going to give the belt to Cena and I'm just going to be, you know, left to... uh to whittle away and be happy and all this and that. And then Triple H tries to start talking. Cena cuts him off. Triple H says, now listen, here's how it's going to be. I'm not going to strip either one of you at the title, but at SummerSlam there will be an undisputed World Heavyweight Championship match between the two of you, and we will determine who the champion is. So we end the show with dueling music as CM Punk steps up and cult of personality plays for him. Who thought of that ending? I don't know, Harmony and I had mixed, Harmony liked it, and I thought it was kind of cheesy. You know, I was, thought it was great
6: after the cameras were off.
10: Yeah, it'd be something you'd see in the arena, right? Not yeah, so much but, on TV, but fading the music out between the two of them, you know, where they're both one-upping each other. I mean, why, yeah. did, why didn't these guys just go to blows? I mean, you know, seriously, rather than hold up the title and be like, I'm the champion, I'm just going to, like, kick the guy in the face, and then I'm going to celebrate that I'm the champion.
6: Yeah, see so that you, know, you were a badass when you were going to punch Johnny Ace in the face. Wait. You know, you Wait. ran him out of the ring, you tough guy.
10: So, I, again, I kind of had mixed feelings on it. Harmony thought it was pretty good. I didn't. I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was, you know, a little over-cliched. I thought it was behold the power of cheese. Pretty much. It was very cheesy. This segment brought to you by Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. It's the cheesiest. It's the cheesiest. So uh letter grades if I had to give it one I'd probably say a B minus.
6: I would say a C plus.
10: Now it's pretty close. So that's that's our thoughts on Raw. So we're going to take our final commercial break of the night. Come back, open up those phone lines, read some emails, maybe maybe even journey to the land of Burkina Faso later tonight.
6: Oh, but but
10: if we have time, mind you. Oh so, again, uh, as far as the phone calls, guys, when you call in, we're going to try to make it a five-minute limit. Get your topic out there. Say what you want to say. And, uh, you know, let's move on. So with that being said, stay tuned for more Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS radio network. And speaking of uh, stinky face...
4: This is Rikishi and you're listening to XNS Radio. Stay tuned and don't touch that guy.
10: Once again, triple dot headlocks to headlines
7: Good hello. I am Sergei Heminov, Russia's three time world Rubik's Cube champion of the Rubik's Cube. When I relax, I like to make sexy with woman. But in spare time, I listen to radio on interwebs. I like to have opinion and ask questions to people who are the best. If you are like me and like to make sexy with women and listen to radio, then you need to listen to what wood fans do. A show that is for the fans. The people like me, the people like you, and the people like me. Remember to send your emails for opinion, ideas, suggest, or Molotov cocktails to WWFD at YMail.com. Join Mr. Nem, Mr. Zod, and Mr. Diablo for What Would Fans Do? Download every Saturday on here, the SNS radio network. Now join in in having some vodka. Oh, what? You're 15? Never too young to have vodka. Have some vodka. Hmm? No, tis quality vodka. Not like this accent.
9: Take it right out into space oh it will calm the nerves down what could go wrong Ugh. that is the last time i am trusting a ferengi oh the go press ah would you already i didn't do anything wrong to you he's right over there Ugh. Hey folks, I apologize. I'm being chased over by the Empire of all people. I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I just said that the freaking J.J. Abrams is an idiot and the Fletcher Dish But, I mean, the Millennium Folk is right over there. The, the, go after them! They did something wrong to you! Ugh. <sighs> but I do have a few seconds to remind you guys to check out the Elite... Force Podcast located over at ww.eliteforce podcast.com, also over at w SNS Network.com and Chris gaming.net Each and every week, the Elite Force Podcast covers some of the top news going on in the world of science fiction. And also pays tribute to some of the greats that have paved the way to making science fiction one of the great genres of entertainment. So check out the Elite Force Podcast. Every Wednesday and Sundays with your hosts, William Walkie Walker, Philip Minewhite Morris, and Chuck W. Over at com, the SNS Radio Network, com, and net. Now, before I get blown up, I gotta go evade these Empire people. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute oh a big giant asteroid with a hole in it oh i have gotta go fly into it i think what's, what are the chances what are the chances that a big worm could be in there oh what could go
1: wrong Not getting enough TNA wrestling? It's time to join TNAonDemand.com, the place to access over 300 hours of classic TNA programming, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. TNAonDemand.com is the ultimate resource for pay-per-views and exclusive TNA programming. Log on to gain instant access to every TNA DVD ever released. Go to TNAonDemand.com to get started right now.
3: I'm sexy. I've got the look that drives are cool while I've got the moves that really move 'em. I sit chill. Up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy.
6: It's the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011, And you are listening to Wrestling News Live.
1: On SNS Radio
7: Network. See ya. And I would want to be ya. Whenever I'm around. They see me
3: walk. They hear me talk. I make them beat. Like they're all cloud 9 just a sexy boy.
10: All right. We're back right here on the SNS Radio Network. Wrestling News Live. Of course, I am JJ, <laughs> all caps, sexy. And, of course, I'm joined by the Trey Dog, and once again, it looks like we derailed the show with Walkie's <laughs> amazing, amazing Elite Force We're podcast. We talking titties in the chat room, y'all. Uh, we talking titties. Oh, my God.
6: The whole commercial break was nothing but titty talk. I'm uh, gonna, uh,
10: it's pretty good stuff. Uh,
6: I was going to tell you my Sting idea. All right, do it. Everybody's butthurt about the fact that it could be Sting and Hogan one more time at Bound for Glory. Is that what they're talking about? Unfortunately, yes. I'm Brother. thinking that... They spice this up by having because you got to get rid of this crazy sting somehow, and and be able to explain why he flipped and now he's back to normal. Plus, they just introduced this new action figure today. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking before it's all over with, it comes down to a sting with the with a blonde flat top versus the red and yellow Hulk Hogan. Well, one last time.
10: I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think he's going to go back to the old face paint. I mean, this is just something that they're doing as far as a, a ringside collectible kind of thing. I mean,
6: I want to see him in that face paint and blonde flat top a whole lot more than I want to see Hogan wrestle one more time.
10: Yeah, but I don't I could care I don't less about Hogan
6: bringing back the red and yellow. What the fuck does that mean? Big deal. I mean, it's a nostalgia, for nostalgia's sake, if you're going to do it and go old school, do it old school. Bring back the old school Sting to take on the old school Hulk Hogan. I'm just curious as how they're going to get. I mean, they wrote themselves into this. It's like painting yourself into a corner and having to wait for the paint to dry before you can walk well, out.
10: Here's the thing: we're talking what about what they're going to do with this. They, what are they going to do with this crazy Sting to explain it and then bring him back to normal? Well, here's the thing, though: we're talking about we're talking about Sting and Hulk Hogan. All right, this match was awesome. You know what? In '97, we thought it was going to be. Uh, Go man
6: brings up a good point. He says
10: old school Sting was jacked. Sting is skinny now. Yeah, you're uh, he's you're not right. even skinny, he's kind of overweight. Well, I mean, age has the best of us. Oh, well, it does. But I mean, Hogan can't even drop the goddamn leg. He's got back problems.
6: I don't know what they're doing there, dude. I mean, I've been a TNA defender. I like the show. I enjoyed the show this week, even with the bad acting. I thought the idea was great, the delivery was just bad. Man. What in the blue hell? These guys got to be able. I mean, they've got to be able to read. They've got to know that the internet is shitting all over a return of Hulk Hogan into the ring. They've got to know that. So, with things as they are, as bad enough as it is for TNA, why in the blue hell are they doing this? I can't defend it.
10: I can't. No, I can't either i tell you what, fuck it. We're opening the phone lines up. Again, five-minute limit. You got something to say. Now's the time to do it. Phone number, 501-588-7957. If you have Skype, just add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype buddies list, and that's another way. Or if you're in the chat room and want to have a toll-free call, use the Google Call Me widget. Follow the directions. Put your phone number, your name, and uh, it'll be a toll-free call.
6: Maverick says the sting with the suit topped it off for me. I, you know what? That wasn't even that. What that wasn't even it. I mean, he was playing a part. I mean, he was trying to make people believe that he was in a suit because he was the new network executive, and I think that's great because it all plays into the whole fucking being crazy. But really, who's crazy or not? The people that believed it, or the, you know, him that tried to sell it. I mean, if somebody came to me, let's say Shark comes to me and says. Hey, Trey, this Sunday we're going to do the uh, TNA pay-per-view Sunday night showdown. And uh, J.J. so put out with all this shit that he turned the network over to me and I'm the new boss of the network. Well, that's that's all fine and good should that ever happen. But I wouldn't believe it for a minute, not without talking to J.J. It's
10: logic. You know? It's suspension of disbelief, Trey. You just have to believe.
6: I guess, you know, they're so worried about the network that they just believe that Sting could be the person in charge.
10: Pretty much. Pretty much so uh, according to crelly this week's guests on unplugged and i said guests yes we have two people joining us on the program ladies and gentlemen the former members of generation me the young bucks will be joining us on unplugged this week nice so we get to find out all the dirty details on what happened to them in tna i can't wait this one i'm looking forward to
6: yeah this will be a good
10: weekend it'll be a good show uh, which which is great because it coincides with this Sunday's, uh, what is it, Hardcore Justice pay-per-view? Yes, sir. In which uh, Sunday Night Showdown will return. Unfortunately, I will not be a part of that show as I am done with TNA Wrestling. I will never cover a pay-per-view with them again. But in my uh, absence, it will be uh, run by the very capable Trey Dog, Internet Dave Standish, and of course, Mark the Shark DiCarlo.
6: The three... Of us will be holding down the fort for SNS,
10: The three amigos, uh, if you will.
6: That's right. Uh, Sunday night showdown this Sunday uh, for TNA's pay-per-view, Hard Justice. Uh, me, Mark the Shark, DiCarlo, and Internet Days, whoever the fuck that guy is. We will be live during the pay-per-view to uh, bring you play-by-play-ish type covers. Let you know who's winning, who's losing, and all the great shit that goes on. You know, that's stuff that they,
10: they normally do on a pay-per-view.
6: The same thing we've been doing every Sunday for a pay per view since well we started quite a while,
10: as I've you know pretty much figured out. It's been a while.
6: Been a while, a day or
10: two. So if we're not going to have any phone calls, I'm just going to go straight to the emails, which is fine with me. Nobody wants to talk about CM Punk, Triple
6: H, TNA, anything this week, huh? That's fine. We'll move on to emails. That breaks my heart. No phone calls. They're mad because we put a limit on. That's that's what. What the fuck is the matter with you people? We put a limit. That's that's what it is. I'm not saying there's a limit. Just get your point across.
10: Just ask your question. That's all right. Let's go to emails. Email it up. I got
1: mail!
7: Yay! I got mail! Yay! Of course you have an email, you
10: idiot! Just read it. All right. This first one comes to us from Tyson three sixteen. Hey guys, I was just listening to Unplugged Archive today and JJ was talking about how WWE are already giving up on this WrestleMania lineup on TV way too early, including Rock versus Cena and Daniel Bryan cashing in his money in the bank. I got to thinking, and I wanted to know your guys' opinion. What do you think about doing this? It takes away from the Royal Rumble. If Rock and Cena fight for the belt, which I hope they don't, and Daniel is already cashing in, then what's the point of the Rumble this year? I think it diminishes the Rumble a little bit. Just wanted to see what you guys thought of it. Thanks and keep up the awesome job, Tyson 316. I I kind of agree with you. It does kind of diminish from the Royal Rumble because you obviously know. It diminishes
6: it, but it it, it narrows
10: it down uh, definitely. Well, it makes you think that a Raw guy's got to win now. Well, no, it makes you think that a SmackDown guy's got to win. No, because Brian Brian is is basically cashing in his money in the bank. He's a SmackDown star. So it's gotta that's be. A oh, I see what
6: you're saying. Yeah, and and, and well, he's saying if if uh, Cena Rock is for the belt, it can't be now. If if Brian with with Brian cashing in, Cena Rock can't be for the belt, then because what's gonna be Cena
10: Brian Rock? Well, no, oh. it, that's not for the world heavyweight championship. That's for the WWE championship, supposedly. So. Whoever Daniel Bryan cashes in on would be on the SmackDown brand, be the World Heavyweight oh, Championship. Right,
6: right, right. That's right. He's a SmackDown guy now.
10: Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, a little different there. I, I personally don't want Rock and, and Cena to be for the title because again, as I've said so many times before, John Cena, since his debut in the company, has wrestled at every WrestleMania and it's involved a fucking title. He's well, never Well, here's what'll happen the, then. Whoever wins the, the, the
6: I mean, it's not set in stone, but whoever from whatever brand wins the Royal Rumble, they're just not going to be alone in their title match. If they win it from the SmackDown, if they're from the Smackdown side and they win it, then they're going to have to face the champion plus Bryan. Right. Unless they're from the Raw side, then they'll just face the champion. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if a SmackDown guy wins it, it'll be a three-way dance. So if a Raw guy wins it, it'll just be a one-on-one.
10: Good point. Well, that was pretty much it for the email. But I I agree with him. It does diminish from the rumble. It does. A little bit. Uh, This next one comes to us from uh, Big Chris. Big Chris. Big Chris says, What's up, JJ and Trey? That's us. Started listening to you guys back in January, and I've been a fan of your show ever since. Cool, thanks. Uh, I work as a painter, and I make it my duty to catch you on the archives. And listening to you at work always makes my days at work even better. I'm emailing you because I've been thinking lately about this whole Cena and Rock match that will take place at WrestleMania 28. I've heard both you guys discuss this a bit, saying that The Rock is coming back to put over Cena, which I absolutely agree with. In contrast, I find it interesting how many wrestling fans on the Internet, the IWC, actually believe that The Rock is coming back to beat Cena cleanly. To me, that would be an absolute joke. Not that I'm a huge Cena mark or anything. I don't hate the guy. He's just doing what the WWE wants him to do. Even though it does annoy me, like you guys, how many times has Super Cena come back and win virtually all of the time and always seems to get the belt back on him, and that's another story. He's, he's kind of right there. Um, also, but in this situation, I feel Cena must beat The Rock, mainly for the legacy He will one day leave behind. It makes zero sense to have a guy come back after not wrestling for eight full years by the time of next year's Mania, have him go over a guy who's been the biggest name in the business for the last five years just so we can see The Rock go ha-ha, then go back to Hollywood again. I assume it's a one-shot deal for The Rock. Why else would he ever wrestle again after this dream match? The Rock losing and putting over Cena does nothing but hurt his legacy. That's already been solidified. People will just be ecstatic and giddy over the fact they got to see him wrestle in the WWE ring one more time after being out for so long. However, Cena losing could be disastrous to his legacy. What will people think of Cena? People will look at him and be like, haha, you couldn't beat The Rock. You will never be on his or Stone Cold's level no matter how many championships you win. I can't see why Cena would ever agree to job to The Rock given his real-life feelings toward him. That's one thing wrestling fans would tease Cena about mercilessly is the rest for the rest of his career. These are just my feelings. Had to get that off my chest. That's all for now. Keep up the great work, guys. You are truly the best at what you do. Sincerely, Big Chris. Thanks, man. Big ups. Um, make no mistake about it.
6: Cena is going over the rock at WrestleMania, and at the end of the match, they're going to stand up and
10: shake hands.
6: Guaranteed. I'm calling it now.
10: Oh, you're right. They absolutely will. You know, they'll be they'll shake hands, they'll hug in the middle of the ring. The Rock will put him over and say, you know, yeah, you got heart, you know, you 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 belong be to just be
6: like, just like Hogan Rock.
10: Yeah, exactly. You know, he'll be he'll be singing the praises of John Cena on Twitter. You know, promoting fruit roll-ups and you know, fruity pebbles and all that other bullshit. You know, putting him over. And at the end of the day, that's that's the whole purpose of bringing him back in. I just don't think, and I think it takes away from the WWE Championship to have him involved with The Rock at WrestleMania for that title. I hope that that's not the situation going in. I'd rather see Del Rio defend against somebody or CM Punk have that belt and it's defend funny. against somebody.
6: I was listening to The Law last night, live audio wrestling, and uh, they had John Morrison on for a little bit, and they talked about WrestleMania, and he, he even says himself, you know, WrestleMania is a time when these guys want to put on the best show possible and they feel like it's their duty. And it kind of shows you what Vince thinks of his current roster, that he would have to even bring The Rock in to WrestleMania to sell WrestleMania a year in advance. Well, yes, pretty it, pathetic when you think about it. I,
10: yes and no. I mean, I, I see your point there, but bringing The Rock in, and Orton had a pretty good, uh, he did an interview with somebody, a, a local radio station, and this time he didn't get in trouble for any of the remarks he made, but he actually said that everybody should thank The Rock for coming back, you know, for helping to, to get a buy rate for WrestleMania, you know, for stepping back into what he's been doing uh, you know, or what he used to do to try and help the company out. And, and to a point, well, he's then, right. Then try, to help,
6: try to help a pay-per-view that needs the help on the buy rate. You know, WrestleMania doesn't need the help.
10: Well, what I'm thinking is, is you know, by bringing a guy like The Rock in, you want to give Cena the rub. You want to give him the rub of, of fighting The Rock and beating The Rock. Um, Second stage. One, it's to bring back The Rock for
6: nostalgia purposes. Two, it's to put John Cena over. Three, it's to sell tickets to the biggest event of the year. And four, I'm sure if you're a uh, wrestler that is trying to get a spot on that card, you're going to toe the company line and say, oh, how great it is to have The Rock back. But deep down inside, you're thinking, man, I'd rather just be in that spot myself.
10: No, I agree. And what I, my, my whole point is I don't have a problem with Rock coming in facing John Cena. I just don't think it needs to be for the title. Uh, you know, let's let's look at WrestleMania 18. You had Hogan and Rock. It, there was no title involved. Now, granted, a lot of people said that was overshadowed. Uh, well, that match overshadowed the main event, which was Jericho and Triple H. And they're right. And it did. It did. But at the same time, Cena-Rock is a match that doesn't need to involve a title. You need to elevate other guys and let them main event WrestleMania for the first time. You know, a guy like Alberto Del Rio, who hasn't been able to do that yet. You know, I mean, he had a match at WrestleMania this past year, but, you know, didn't win the title against Edge. He's a guy that I could see going into WrestleMania with the belt. Uh, I just I think you need to use that time to build new stars, but that's just my opinion. I have no problem with Rock coming in, working Cena. I just don't want the title involved, especially on a guy who hasn't been with the company for seven, eight years. And, and he knows as soon as
6: he gets one, two, three, pinned to the mat. He's going right back to Hollywood to shoot his next move.
10: Exactly. Uh, let's go to the phone lines real quick. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this?
4: Me man. Midnight man. Hello man.
10: How you doing, brother?
4: I'm doing okay. Can we switch topics here, guys? Shoot. Trey and Jeff. We talked a while back. Jeff, I told you I would never call back in. I'm calling in for a topper and Mr. Hill. Okay. You guys are in my world. I have a problem with my voice, Mr. Topper, and Mr. Hill, what we say on this network goes, if you have a problem with me, you join my fucking life. Otherwise, get out of our fucking chat room, stay off my fucking mind, And I hope you live a fucking good life, Mr. Topper. I'm sick and tired of the internet world getting on my ass because of my fucking disability. Now, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. My life has been hell ever since 2000. I fucking cherish what JSK JJ and Trey have brought to this network without them I would be dead if you want to meet up with the three of us we'll take you on I'm sick and tired of fucking deciding whether I should leave the fucking Facebook world and all this other bullshit now today I got word that half of my fucking income is going to be cut because of SSI. Hey, Topper, how about I move in with you and make your life a living hell? (laughs) And I just don't like the situation because until I decide to go up and meet my father, this is all I enjoy. So Topper and Mr. Hill, take it for what it's worth, kiss my ass, and lick my fucking balls. JJ, I'm sorry.
10: Sorry, man. You you felt you needed to do it, but I wouldn't put any stock into anything either one of those guys say, man.
4: Hey, I'm the better man. They're not. They're children. And like I asked you today, did he fucking get dressed, or is that guy still nude?
10: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know either way, to be honest with you.
4: Hey,
10: JJ and Trey, I found something online that I need to hook up to my TV,
4: a flat screen. Like, I think it's like trays. It's it's bothering my neck to watch online, that HDMI cord. Oh, yeah. How much would that cost? And it goes from uh, the corner of my room to my TV. How much will it cost to get a big cord to hook up?
6: Well, I tell you, they
4: expensive.
6: Well, I just went and bought one the other day at Radio Shack, and she plugged for Radio Shack. Um, the cord that goes from the computer that has the component cables that go to your TV, um, I believe it's VGA to audio video, is right. is twenty five bucks. But if depending on how far you have to stretch it, like mine, it won't reach my TV, so you have to get an extension. And you can get those anywhere for 10 to 15 bucks. So you're looking around so 35 you're going wild bucks.
4: To wild like I'm doing right
6: Yeah, you're probably around 35 40 bucks.
4: That's what I think.
10: Yeah that sounds about right.
4: That's that's what I'm gonna have to do because my neck is driving me nuts and um, you probably get ne-
10: one
6: online cheaper. If you look online, you might find one cheaper than you would at like a radio Shack
4: right because tomorrow they're going to fuse my back to my neck and i'm going to have a titanium uh, rod put in my back tomorrow at 7 a.m ouch so i'm not too happy about it and i need to get this topper and mr hill shit off my chest before i go under Uh,
6: you're more of a man than i am brother I'm, I'm
4: telling you, oh yeah, and uh j d came to my defense, and I'm happy for that, but uh I get this everywhere I go, and there's too many chat rooms i go i I go in, but hey, we made this network for what it is, and then the second thing I got to call at noon before I went to bed, they want to discontinue my voice on uh the uh teacher deal um. What happens there, uh, guys, is if I drop my voice, I need somebody there to back me up, and um, they discontinued it because of this fucking healthcare shit. Lovely. So if I don't, if I don't get that, my voice will be like in two thousand. Oh wow! Mm. Nothing.
6: Well, I hate to hear good. that. Get some sleep, and God bless, and good luck to you tomorrow.
10: We'll have our fingers crossed for you tomorrow. I hope all goes well.
6: I hope so, guys. Take care. All right. All
10: I'll right, talk buddy. to you later, Mario. Keep us updated, in, in
6: In that vein of, you know, your thoughts and prayers, um, Dustin Francis, a.k.a. Mac Daddy, um, obviously absent tonight. Um during our football draft, he had an emergency and had to go take care of his mother, who uh, may not have made it through the night. Oh, Jesus. So with that being said, keep uh, Mac Daddy in your prayers tonight.
10: Yeah, well.
4: Uh... Hey, for My drummer that uh, killed himself last night this morning, hey, Rick, you're in my prayers, dude. Drugs and shotguns don't mix. Take care, guys.
10: Amen. Thanks. Right, everybody. Bye. All right, so our thoughts and prayers will definitely be with uh, with Midnight Man for tomorrow. Um, I do want to go back to the phone lines really quick. We've got another call coming in. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this?
5: Uh, it's Anthony from the chat.
10: What's up, Anthony? What's up, man?
5: Uh, first off, I want to say good luck for Midnight Man and for Mac. And hopefully, things turn out better for them. Yes. As I want to just quickly go about the CM Punk-John Cena match. I mean, at SummerSlam. It's probably a good idea to have a match, but don't you think they might have, should have a stipulation?
10: What, the, uh, the you talking about the John Cena-CM Punk? Title.
5: Yeah, for the SummerSlam match. Like, I mean, ladder match sounds good, but it just came off of um, two ladder ma- money in the bank matches the previous month. So,
10: You know what, though? I mean, I think a one-on-one match for the undisputed belt, and that's the night you need to debut the new belt. Yeah, and don't give oh, me yeah, this. Oh, yeah, I uh, agree. If you don't do it, then they're not doing it. I mean, seriously, you need to go in with both guys, uh, you know, with their belts, respectively. When the referee holds up the belt, it's not either one of those belts. It's a new championship belt that is for the undisputed WWE championship. That's the way that you're going to debut the new belt, or at least that's my opinion on what they should do, uh, and get rid of those damn spinner belts. Really, a match, one-on-one match for the undisputed championship doesn't really have to have a gimmick as long as it's a good match. And judging from their last match on pay per view, I, I think it will be. So I don't think the gimmick is really needed.
5: Yeah, but if they did want to put a gimmick, I think maybe something like two out of three falls might be the best way to go with it.
6: Man, well, no. I don't know. I think I still think you'd leave it to the purity of the champion versus champion. I agree.
5: Yeah, and lastly, from I just want to question um from top to bottom like an entire card. What was your favorite SummerSlam from the past, from top to bottom?
10: Top to bottom, my favorite SummerSlam. Shit, I forgot what I did last night. I'm (laughs) going to be real honest, man. I mean, when I think back to SummerSlams, and I've seen every damn one of them, I have to probably say the 92 SummerSlam is the one that stands out, you know, where they were in Wembley Stadium. Uh, Brett Bulldog, Uh, the Road Warriors, what was it? Was it Money, Inc. that they took on that? I mean to me, that was a very, very Corbin, solid I mean, card.
1: Savage Warrior.
10: Savage Warrior wasn't bad because you had the perfect and Ric Flair interference and stuff. Uh, I would probably say that one as far as my favorite SummerSlam.
6: I can't even remember what happened on last year's SummerSlam.
5: Some of my favorite ones, I'm the wrong ones guy were to 97. Ask. The 97 uh, SummerSlam was good, and so was the 98 one.
10: Yeah, ninety seven was good simply because you had Bret Hart and the Undertaker for the title. Then they called that one Heart and Soul. That was HBK. I with remember it. this? How do you how, how do you remember this shit, dude? I'm just I, my mind is full of useless trivia. But yeah, that was Heart and Soul. That was uh, that was that was HBK as the ref, and you know he ended up. I can barely
6: up, I can barely give you match by match what happened on Raw tonight.
10: You know, HBK accidentally hit the Undertaker with the chair and cost him the belt and. That's what set up the whole epic Undertaker Shawn Michaels feud going into Hell in a Cell. That was the night that Owen Hart dropped stone cold Steve Austin on his fucking head and paralyzed him for a moment.
5: And before that happened, that match was pretty good. The weakest And he had the cage match.
10: The the weakest finish ever in a championship match where Steve Austin could barely move and he just gently cradled up Owen. Yeah, that was rough. You know, 98 was decent. Shock, that was a good one. 98 was good because you had Taker and Austin for the WWE Championship. And you had H, Rock, Rock in the ladder match. Yeah, the, the ladder match in which Triple H was hurt the whole match. Yeah, there were was, was some good ones, man. But I'm well, sticking with 92.
5: Uh, since you guys said it was like a somewhat time limit, I'm just going to end my call and say enjoy the show. And so I'm pretty much – that's all I have to say, so – you guys,
10: all Bye. right, all right. So let's go back to the emails. This next one comes to us from uh, Jason. Raw is boring, SmackDown isn't TNA. Well, we don't talk about that. Other than the opening CM Punk Triple H promo, I really wasn't impressed with Raw tonight. It Thank was you. okay. Who didn't see it coming from a mile away, right? Was the finish an explanation to the end of Raw worth the wait? I don't think so. I didn't buy Punk's explanation much either. Do any of you notice this is the only Raw storyline that the viewer can sink their teeth into, and it isn't only just physical? The other storylines are just beatdown storylines where the babyface wants to get revenge. Kofi Del Rio, Beth Kelly Kelly, Truth Morrison. Maybe the Raw creative team is burned out. On the other hand, SmackDown has better storylines and better wrestling than Raw. I'm really liking this Sheamus-Henry storyline. with Love Mark, it. With Mark Henry injuring Kane and Big Show in the process, makes my SmackDown viewing even more enjoyable. What do you love guys think about the latest SmackDown show? I'll
6: fight him. I'll fight him. Oh,
10: personally, I cover SmackDown every week, and I love SmackDown. Love it.
6: He loves it a lot. I do. I just started watching it again, so I'm not going to pretend like I've been watching it forever, but I got to tell you, as soon as Sheamus came out and said, I'll fight him, I was like, yeah, you kick his fucking ass, Sheamus. You go, motherfucker. I was a Seamus fan. Just like that. Seamus Henry at SummerSlam will be great. This next one comes to us from Alex. And if they're smart. Sorry to interrupt you. But if they're smart, don't you think they let Henry go
10: over on this one? Yeah. Actually, he's Fruitbox in the chat room, I believe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, hey, guys. My name is Alex Williams, a.k.a. Fruitbox. Fruitbox! This is is my first time emailing, but I have been listening since the Shawn Michaels interview. Since then, I have downloaded every episode in your archive... And WNL Classic. I absolutely love your work, and I'm so happy to find you guys. I live in Australia, and I'm relieved to finally find some people who love wrestling as much as I do. Well, you're definitely in the right place because, well, we love wrestling. The problem is we don't see a lot of it here. You know, it seems like with this new adi- with this new uh, age of entertainment, we we just don't see a lot of wrestling. Uh, I've been watching wrestling since I can remember, but all ass kissing aside, I'm just curious as to what your opinions are. On Randy Orton's promos. Honestly, whenever he gets the mic in his hand, I almost fall asleep. Keep Agreed. up the good work or else I will hit you in the face with Alberto Del Rio's package. That would be for you. Much love from Australia. Fruit box. Fruit box. I love it. That's good stuff. Get my cocktail fruit. So let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this?
8: This is the some guy on... Yeah, it's Randy. What's up? What's up, dude?
10: Some dude on the network, right? Yeah, some guy that Just has a show. On the it, it, it's time now, to before, plug a show on the network.
6: Before <laughs> yeah. we get any further, I want to answer uh, Fruitbox. Yes, Randy Orton's promos do make me want to fall asleep, um, but by the same token, he's the guy that really doesn't need to cut a promo to tell you what he thinks because he tells that story in the in the in the ring. Really, he's one of the few that still do that
10: through that so randy what's on your mind
8: uh i actually didn't get to see raw i've heard about what happened but the main thing was i posted something on the sns radio network facebook which a lot of people notice i made a challenge to somebody now when i i barely call it's
6: called people out night call Uh, them motherfuckers out night on the show well that's
8: the funny thing i didn't know min might man would go all out on tyrant or whoever that was the I just barely get back home, put on the computer, then I hear Midnight Man talking shit.
6: And you know when you get to the point where Midnight Man's calling and talking shit, you done fucked up.
8: Yeah, that is not a good thing.
6: Alright, so who are you calling out?
8: Well, it's not so much a call-out, but it's a challenge because, weirdly enough, this also happened on the SNS Radio Network Facebook yesterday. And JJ knows exactly what I'm talking about in a way.
6: Drama Central. Goddamn.
8: Well, not that much drama. It's just something I wanted. Just something I feel like doing off the spur. And that is for this Wednesday night, Pro Wrestling Rewind. Andy Knowles thinks that The Miz shouldn't be number one on PWI 500. I'd like to disagree with that. So the minute he brings it up, if he's willing to hear this, and I hope he's listening to it now... I want to debate you over why Miz should be number one. Easy as that. I know it's a stupid thing, but uh, there's no other person who I felt deserved number one from any indie or any wrestling company in the world. And I'm one of the few people who probably watches a shitload of wrestling. No offense to anybody who does, but watch some Japan, some Mexico, the indies here, uh, and all other shit, too. So, yeah. They're... If Andy Knowles is willing to do this, I will debate him with Wednesday night. Pro wrestling, we—I can't even say it. Pro wrestling rewind: Why Miz should be voted number one for the PWI. Actually, it's- if I could, if
10: I could step in for a second, I talked with Andy Knowles today, and unfortunately, there's not going to be a rewind on Wednesday this week. He's going to get back to me on if he can prolong it to Thursday. Uh, he had something come up today, so. Probably not going to be a show on Wednesday. Hopefully he can reschedule for Thursday. If not, there won't be an episode this week. But if there's not one this week, I'm sure that he would love to take you up on that offer next week.
8: Damn. Well, good thing I had something else to talk about because that kind of killed the momentum.
10: I well, saw where you're going with that. I just wanted to chime in real quick.
8: That, and I did promise that I will do an X Factor. I have that, but I also promised that I was going to make a trivia challenge that I am going to announce here and then you can i don't know how the hell they're gonna uh send it to me just send it to me somewhere nim will nim can tell you about it but i had said i was going to put out a trivia question and the winner who made that gets to choose the x factor as long as it's something indie but they can choose whatever the fuck they want and i will talk about it okay and the question is since and this has to do with cm punk as I talked about before in the chat, we've known about his themes recently. Of course, he's using Cult of Personality, which he used in ROH, and he's better known for Miseria Cantare. And the question is: now it's gonna—you're gonna have to figure out three things. One: what was his theme before Miseria Cantare in ROH? Two: what show did? Uh, two and three: what shows did he debut Cult of Personality and Miserya Cantare as themes? Yes, I know it sounds kind of hard, but you can find this out.
10: Fuck, you lost me 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm still
6: back to you calling somebody out.
10: <laughs> we're, we're fucking rednecks from the South. We're stupid. You got to kind of coax us along.
6: You mean tell me that there's other music out there that this punk feller came out to the ring to before called Pearl Daly?
10: Yes. Get her
6: done. God damn it, Punk. I tell you, he's a lucky feller. he got more music than a man knows what to do with.
10: Here on this particular station, we play both versions of the music: country
6: and country western. Country and western.
8: That's, That's right. <laughs> New but yeah, he has used a lot more of the themes. One theme he's used to.
6: All right, well. Here's your I... Seamus plug-in.
8: Uh, oh, yeah. Two cents.
6: I've three PO
10: you are you are completely fucked here I don't know what's going on but your call is messed up I will plug the show for you but thanks for the call Randy <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen Randy McWilliams what would fans do you can catch it every Saturday right here on the SNS radio network via download on the archive so uh, definitely do that one of the one of the uh, rising shows on this network also we've got beyond the bell with Sean Beckerman who is still in talks with me, possibly about doing a live show. We'll see if we ever get that cemented, but definitely check out Beyond the Bell. I'll have a new episode of Beyond the Bell up tomorrow uh, for your listening pleasure, so definitely check that out. But let's get back to some emails before we wrap things up. This next one comes to us from DJ. DJ. And DJ says, Raw and Summerfest.
7: My problem
10: with this Summerfest pay-per-view is that the build-up to it sucks. Basically... The WWE just came off an outstanding Money in the Bank pay-per-view that we all love. Now we're heading into a piece of crap SummerSlam, it's looking like. Why in the hell do I want to see Orton and Christian for the 100th time? Yes, it's a decent match, but come on, give me something new and fresh. Not the same shit over and over again. You know, this Raw has me not wanting to watch the next pay-per-view. Has nothing going into it. The promos are good, but they have, count them, three matches ready, if that. So the way I'm thinking is that CM Punk wins. The storyline continues. If Cena wins, we riot. I'll listen to you guys have wild turkey fun on the airwaves. CM Punk must go over. Beth will not win. Cena versus Rock will not be for the belt. It'll be exactly like the Hogan match we saw a few weeks ago. Cena will win, shake hands, and hug. Then NWO will attack. Wait, wait. Great show. Keep it up. The new WWE All-Stars downloadable content is fucking cool. Oh, and JJ, have you seen the new Rock DVD or the DX DVD? Pretty good stuff. Rock versus Hogan is a fucking great match. Trey, are you ready for some football? Hell yeah. Actually, he says foosball. Foosball, the devil. Foosball, the devil. I don't like to play the foosball. Bobby Boucher, what's your mama tell you about foosball? It's the devil. It's for the devil. I might have to watch that again. I got that on DVD. I love me some Waterboy. Mhm.
6: You know that on uh, NCAA 12 with the team builder that somebody has built that team, complete with Bobby Boucher, a Denver 55-minute linebacker. The is it the Mud Hens? I don't know what they're called, but they're on there. Are the Mud Dogs or something. Is mud, mud Dogs. It, it, being being Horseman one night went on there on their server and looked at all the teams. There's the team from. Uh uh Unnecessary Roughness. Oh, that's you know, that's awesome. That's With, one of my favorite movies, by the way. Oh, me too. Name by name. For all the players. Big
10: Manu Manu. Manu Malayuna. Manu Manu the Slender. Doing I'm gonna get fucking, you some boy dance. Fucking Kathy Ireland. Oh that's the kicker, yeah. I, I used um, to have the biggest crush on her growing up. I oh, fucking sure. loved Kathy Ireland. When that movie came out, gosh, she was hot. She got me through my teenage years, I think. Yeah, she did. Her and Sports Illustrated. Well, well, um, that, well actually, it was her and Suzanne Somers with those goddamn Thighmaster commercials. Thighmasters. yeah. <laughs> my Saturday nights were full. With That's right. The Thighmaster.
6: Um, there's the team from uh, Varsity Blue. Oh, yeah. They're in there with with all the name players put in there correctly. Um, the Smallville Crows from when Clark Kent was a quarterback for Smallville—they're on there. Al Bundy's poke high is on there. Oh God! You think of a TV football team? Even the Miami Breakers that, that Coach coached in the pros or the Orlando Breakers. They're on there. The uh, Minnesota State team that he coached in college—they're on there.
10: Do they have the Do they have the prison team that consisted of like? Evander Holyfield from Necessary yeah, so Roughness. Yeah, that's on there too. It was like Dick Butkus and Evander Holyfield, Ed Too Tall Jones. I met that motherfucker. I got pictures of me and Ed Too Tall Jones from 2004. That's a tall motherfucker right there. He's too tall. He is too tall.
6: But you think of the football team that's been on television, a movie, or a show, and they're on this motherfucker.
10: That's fucking awesome.
6: So we put together our own football league of television shows, and we haven't done anything with it yet.
10: Is the uh is the roster from the longest yard in there, both versions? Yes. Paul Reckon crew. That's a great collie.
6: <laughs> Goldberg.
10: Yeah, Goldberg. Steve Austin is his fucking racist redneck ass. The replacements
6: are on there. Oh yeah, Falco. They're the, they're the Washington
10: Sentinels, I think. Yeah, Washington Sentinels. It's got that guy, uh, what was it, Rise Iphens. Like he was fucking he had a bunch of fucking movies out in, what was it, two thousand ninety nine? Like, he had Little Nicky. Uh, yeah. He was in The Replacements, and he was in a couple other movies. He's going to be in the new uh, Spider-Man reboot. He's playing oh, the yeah. lizard.
6: So there's a, I mean there's there's another team right there. Falco, quarterback. Any Given Sunday is in there. The uh, Miami Sharks, they're in there.
10: See, I'm not even that big into football, but I like my movies. that deal with football and sports, right?
6: I mean, they're all in there. I mean, it's Willie Beeman at quarterback. They have the team for the program, the ECW. uh, Wolves, they're in there. Pretty sweet. Friday Night Lights is in there, yes. Um, They're the... uh, (laughs) Shit, they're white and black. The movie Rudy, I don't think, was in there. I think we looked for that one and couldn't find it. Rudy... Rudy Rudiger.
10: That's a good fucking movie too. But the
6: Friday Night Lights team is in there for sure. All right, any more emails? That's gonna do it. Remember the Titans is in there. I found that one for myself. Yeah. Okay.
10: That's gonna do it for the regular emails. But uh, let's go ahead and journey to that magical land of
1: uh, Ah!
0: Burkina
6: Faso.
10: Oh yeah. This is Trey's favorite segment on the show. Right oh, no. we, uh, we should feel very privileged because we have been, uh, we've been spoken to by royalty, Trey. Oh, no. Yes. Hello and greetings to you. I'm writing this letter in confidence, believing that it is the wish of God for you to help me and my family. It is God Almighty will bless and reward you abundantly, and you would never regret this. I am a female student from Burkina Faso University. Oh, Did they got, what are they? What do what they call the Burkina Faso ones? Um, Burkina University teaches hospitals. It's Uh U T H. They're the, the mosquitoes. It's the buff, the buff mosquitoes. Um, well, I can't even pronounce that. Ugu agaduwo. My father died earlier, eight months ago, and uh-huh. left my junior brother behind. He was king, which our town citizens titled him over sixteen years before his death. I was a princess to him, and my mother is not literate enough to know my father's entire wealth. He left the sum of U.S. dollars four million. No, excuse me, four billion, three hundred fifty million U.S. dollars oh, in a wow. security company. This money was annually paid to my late father's account from the Gold Mining Company and Colton Processing Company operating in our locally for the compensation of youth and company development in our jurisdiction. I I don't know somewhere in abroad to invest the money so that my father's kindred will not take over what belongs to my mother and our family because I'm a female according to our African tradition. Now urgently I need your humble assistance to move this money from the security company to your bank account. And that is why I felt yeah. so happy when I saw your contact. Because I strongly believe that by the grace of God, you will help me invest this money wisely. Oh, I am, will. I am ready to pay 20% of the total amount to you if you can help us out in this okay. transaction. And another 10% interest of the annual after income to you. For You're handling, to bitch, but i go ahead. For handling this transaction for us, which you will strongly have absolute control over. If you can handle this project sincerely and also willing to assist me in lifting this money to your country, kindly reach me. Please note that this transaction is 100% risk-free, and I hope to start the transaction as quickly as possible. I will send you my photograph as soon as I hear from you. Yours sincerely, Princess Tina.
3: Princess
10: Tina. We've been emailed by royalty of Burkina Faso. We've never, we, we've had people want to us to, to invest in them, They're but not we, we've never had a princess, a legitimate princess, email us on this program. I am Wait, honored right now.
6: Hold on a second. I'm taking off my flip-flops. Hold on a second. One, two, three, yeah. carry a two plus a big toe.
10: Three. Do you know what we could do? That's a lot of fucking money. Do you know what we could do with 20% of fucking $4 billion, Trey? I mean, we, we could totally spruce this network up. You know, we could. Yeah. We could buy radio stations all around the country. You know, in Canada, yeah. the United States. You know, yeah. we we could have a big a big field day with all the hosts of the network and like have this big reunion somewhere. Like you know, in WrestleMania. Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. We, we we could just go anywhere. And take a trip. Like the parking but lot of a WrestleMania, podcast. we could have a I mean, SNS Radio Network meet and greet. I mean, dude, millionaires, all of us. We could buy Crelly a new headset. Yes, Anthony, you're right. We could get Curly a brain transplant. There's just there's so much we could do. I I, I might have to respond to I'm I'm honored that a princess. I, 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 I want you know to respond right now. Well, I'm not gonna do it on the air, but maybe I'll and do a response tell her tomorrow. I said
6: not not. Well, hell yeah. Tell
10: you what. Why don't we get Crelly's banking information? And we'll we'll send it to Crowley. Curly,
6: yeah. You give us your bank account number, and we'll have this bitch send the money to your bank. Account. That's
10: right. You're gonna be like you know. A million dollar richer, buddy. You'll be our million dollar middleman. That's right. Come uh, Friday's unplugged. I want your banking information. We're doing this shit. What's the risk? Well, I mean, I like, you what, you know,
6: I like what Zeus has to say.
10: There's no risk. It won't affect us. It'll affect him, right? Well, I'm just saying, if Crowley, you
6: know, wants to make up for his fuck up of the week, that he gives us his bank account, and we'll put the money in there, and we'll let that set. And he can, he can, you know, draw the interest on it for himself.
10: Crelly says he's busy buying TNA shit. Dude, think about all the TNA shit you could buy with this money. You could buy TNA. You, you probably could run it better, too. You lot, could even take that Russo's position as the head booker at TNA. Yeah, we, we might be overstating it. That's that's a bit of a stretch. But you could at least buy some hentai. I'm not even sure what that is. It's uh, anime porn. Oh. I, well, then again, you can probably You can probably get some from Mark the Shark to Carlo. I don't know.
6: Entire money,
10: <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with that being said, uh, that's pretty much gonna do it for the show tonight. We had to close it off with uh, with some Burkina Faso because Trey's been Man. bugging me. I've been tried to bust my balls for the last three weeks. I'm gonna do Burkina Faso. I miss my people. Well, I'm big there. Can't do it every week, but you know, we had time tonight to do it, so. So,
6: Curly says he's going to buy TNA and make me job. That means you had to hire
10: me first, dickhead. <sighs> true that, true that. So, <laughs> put a brother on the payroll. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight to the program. Hope you had fun. I know we kind of did.
6: Damn, fucking, everybody's angry, man.
10: Why is everybody angry? Why so serious?
6: <laughs> Dre's everybody. the Akeem of the Network. <laughs> Everybody's calling everybody out. Everybody's mad about something. I'm calling this motherfucker out for this, and I'm calling this motherfucker out for that.
10: We stopped calling people out a long time ago. This is not the show for that.
6: Man, it gets you nowhere. Because then all it does is make everybody angry on the Facebook pages and the message boards. And everybody's taking shots at everybody. And and then we got ugly. another
10: internet war going on. We don't need that shit. Okay, it's just ugly. We just Damn we don't care. We're not calling nobody out, so don't even start that shit. But Tuesday. Anyway, that being said, I want to say that uh, programs the rest of the week. Uh, as of right now, the only confirmed program that I can tell you about is going to be unplugged on Friday. Because yeah. I don't know what the status of the pro wrestling rewind is going to be on Wednesday. Again, I talked to Mr. Knowles today. He called me and has something that he has to go out of town for. It's something It was very unexpected. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to find anybody to replace him this week to do the show. So he is, might be able to come back on Thursday night and do a uh, belated Pro Wrestling Rewind. If he is not able to, then Why? he'll return next week. Why does everybody want to challenge me to a drinking contest? Oh, you don't even drink anymore. I don't even drink anymore. You have to challenge me now. I quit. Or you have to challenge Harmony. I quit. And you won't beat her, I assure you. You will not beat Harmony. I am trying to get
6: myself into good shape. I'm trying to put some muscle back on in some places. I'm working out now. I hear you. I had one Mountain Dew on Sunday. I broke down one of those mornings where I just couldn't wake up. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to the store and I'm getting a Mountain Dew and I went and got me a Mountain Dew and then my day was okay after that. And it didn't even taste good after I got
10: into it. I was like, God oh, damn. Maverick, are you really trying to tell me that you could out drink me? Bitch, you couldn't drink my pinky finger. Which is as big as Vern Troyer's penis, we think.
6: <laughs>
10: <laughs> on that note, tune in to Unplugged on Friday for got the, start of the show <laughs> uh, for, uh, for Smackdown coverage with myself and Uh, news of the week by uh headlocks to headlines chris kelly also we're going to be joined by the former generation me the young bucks uh on the program
6: what do you call them
10: what did i call them
6: max and something else max and
10: ruby is what i used to call them max
6: and ruby and you gotta tell them that you call them max and ruby
10: yeah i doubt we're going to have that conversation you better tell them yeah i hear you anyway um Unplugged on Friday. Saturday we'll have episodes of uh, "What Would Fans Do" with, of course, Nim, El Diablo, Ramirez, and Randy McWilliams. Look for also an edition, two editions of the Elite Force podcast this week. One during the midweek. Wow. And one on Sunday. Also, is that much shit going on in space. There is also on Sunday. Don't forget, TNA has a pay per view. I know it's crazy. Hardcore yeah. Justice with uh, the trade Dog. You-
6: justice
10: the tray dog mark the shark to carlo and who the fuck is internet dave covering the pay-per-view for a sunday night showdown so check those guys out and then of course we'll be back next week with wrestling news live and as of now we don't have anybody booked for the show you know if we do we do but right now there's nothing going on so let's just enjoy what we have we don't have to have guests every week on this show to be a good show Crelly. that's right that's right so on that note i just we, like to cuddle up and talk to you people yeah next week i'm planning on maybe more phone calls you people yeah i want
6: more fucking phone calls next week or i'm gonna come to each one of your house and skull fuck you
10: and i want to hear from people we haven't heard from before i love that we get that from emails uh, and i love, yeah, that I love you guys
6: call in an email every week but i want some new people new blood if you're out there listening Give me five minutes of your time in exchange for the hours of entertainment we give you for free. And hit me up with a goddamn email. Come on. Let me know you out there, people. I want to hear from you.
10: Absolutely. Good so guy. on that note, we're going to kick it over to JSK. I want to say thanks for listening tonight, and Jenny, we'll see you Mayor. next week for another episode of Wrestling News Live.
6: That's my challenge. New emailers, new phone calls for next week, plus all you people that call in every week. Get off your ass and call in next week. I want lots of phone calls, so start thinking
10: in advance. Lots of lots of phone calls. So with that said, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you next week for Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. JSK, take us the fuck out of here, brother.
6: Hit me. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the
2: forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, peace, 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out.
6: Oh yeah, this is that other hit. Bye. Yeah.
10: I didn't hype this song up. I just said it was another hit. Deal with it. (laughs) Probably do think so.
3: just like things, you can't afford credit. Time catches up, and you have to prepare. The gravel boys are always on the guest list. You'll always find them in the hottest spots <laughs> in town.
6: What happened to all their personality? They were the culture. Okay, for the record, if that was a hit, if that was their other hit, they were fucking one-hit wonders. Y'all Yo, got, got, You have me convinced these motherfuckers had another song. I was racking my brain until that shit come on. I was like, there ain't no fucking way that was a hit.
10: Uh, true that. All right, good night, everybody. We're out of here. Sorry for
6: making you go through all that shit. Not really. Not really.
2: live is not affiliated with the wwe tna ring of honor or any other professional wrestling and or entertainment companies and exclusive to the sns radio network
10: I am glamour boy. I'm fierce.
4: I ain't no
6: glamour boy. I'm fierce.
10: You motherfuckers loved it, so fuck off. Yeah. We're out of here.
6: I didn't like it at all, to be honest with you. <laughs>